0: Take the
1: next chance. And the next time. You're all rebels, on you? Save your rebellion! Save the dream! The Bizzle! You called the Jesse James. Jesse, a.k.a. The Bizzle. Oh, The Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, The Bizzle. Yeah.
0: The Bizzle. Alright, ladies and gentlemen of the Bizzlecast, welcome back to another Bizzlecast commentary. We're doing DC Comics, we're doing Justice League, baby, from 2017, a movie I really liked, and though I was not surprised, still disappointed by the lackluster critic, fan, and box office success, and nevertheless, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I think I saw it a second time. I've been wanting to rewatch it, and definitely doing a commentary, because I love me my Wonder Woman, and I I ended up loving pretty much all the characters uh, in, in this team-up, as difficult of a job as it was. But, of course, for an epic DC commentary, because other than the Batman Dark Knight movies, I don't think I've done any DC commentaries, including Wonder Woman, which is astounding. I had to bring in my DC comic contributor, Jason Jimbo Ritter. Uh, Mr. Ritter, we've been talking... A lot about Spider-Man, but especially Batman, Batgirl, and so forth. And we're going to be talking about Batman, not so much about Batgirl, um, in, in this one. Um, there's a lot going on in the Justice League. It, it, it was famed how difficult and long and uh, uh, torturous this process was. With two directors, tons of reshoots, and all sorts of chaos, I think it turned out pretty great overall. Um and uh, I I, um, uh, I don't know I, I This is one of those movies That um, I, I kind of always knew I'd come back To do commentary with but as I welcome you in It is great to have you here We haven't talked extensively about this movie In particular in the nitty gritty details And we're going to be talking The movie, big picture, leading up to it BVS, Man of Steel, Wonder Woman Of course Aquaman, huge success coming out of it We're going to talk about the characters The actors, the casting We are not going to be talking about the Zack Snyder job Joss Whedon debate for a while. You guys know I'm not a big Snyder fan and I worship Joss Whedon. I think the two of them together, as weird as it was, did a great job overall uh, on this film. It could have been so much worse and ended up being really fun and funny and entertaining, if nothing else. So we'll save a lot of the thoughts. We're going to do a little bit of an intro um, as I do an intro to the intro as usual, me being the Bizzle. So, Mr. Ritter, welcome back to the Bizzlecast in your first Bizzlecast commentary baby
1: yes this is this is momentous. I haven't done a commentary so thank thank you for the opportunity Bizzle
0: absolutely man absolutely um, so we're gonna do some um, opening salvo uh, thoughts as I like to call them um, I'm going to be focusing in throughout the movie all the reasons I liked it which was 80% the things I didn't love which was 20% even though some of that wasn't really the fault um, of, of any one particular person, we'll, we'll get into that with the cast and you know and, and stuff. Again, we don't want to talk too much about the tortured production, um, Jason, but we, we do need to talk about the movies that came before and of course what has come after with Aquaman, Shazam, and of course you know Wonder Woman and, and, and you know Batman twenty uh, twenty one uh, and so forth. And I'm also going to be talking about this is a movie I feel I have a very good handle on why critics money. And fans, different levels in different ways, didn't like the movie. Um, And some of them are the same reasons. Some of them are different. Some of them overlap with mine. Some of them don't. I feel like I have a good handle on it. We will see. You'll be the judge, uh, number one, Mr. Ritter, um, as will the fans. Um, But just as opening thoughts, uh, without giving too much away, um, what were your general expectations Uh, going into this were you aware of sort of how um, how chaotic everything was were you thinking about that during the movie and what was your sort of uh, movie sort of teaser sort of movie experience if you can remember it and then we'll get more into the details of what that was like as we watch this uh, together
1: yeah I remember a lot of the uh, drama and stuff going on with this and part of that when I heard all the drama and stuff and how it was sounding I was kind of kind of not looking forward to the movie but then when I uh sat in the theater and saw the movie all that all the news about what's going on behind the scenes kind of went to the back of my mind and then it just, I just lasered in on the movie and focused and enjoyed it so
0: absolutely absolutely in fact I, I was almost poisoned by the all the negativity Uh, like with X-Men Dark Phoenix, unlike X-Men Dark Phoenix, which I refuse to see because everyone I know In respect Even who have tolerance For this stuff Hated it Justice League I had friends Who were at least Enjoying it If not really liking it And I was so passionate That I recorded A super ghetto I never do this On the drive home There's a lot of traffic I recorded on my iPhone A super ghetto Like 20 minute review As I was driving home Because I really Really liked it Coming out of the theater But especially In the back of my head A mixture of Disappointment That other people Weren't enjoying it Or seeing it But also Kind of mad at myself For waiting so long to see it and then also me being a dummy and not realizing with Wonder Woman and pretty good Batman performance and the other characters I was going to like it much more than I was being set up to uh, if that makes sense I was pretty giddy coming out Um, haven't rewatched a ton as I mentioned I did rewatch this last night I don't normally rewatch stuff um, right before commentaries but I did want to take notes um, on this particular one Um, so um, you know just really quick man you know, again, you know, full disclosure. I mean, I'm just going to get out right now. I, I just don't love the dark palette uh, um, and dark tone and lack of emotionality uh, that with Snyder. But Snyder plus didn't worked out pretty well here. I will be complaining about the color palette. I'll try and leave that to a minimum because that's not nearly a, a big problem in this movie, um, in my opinion. Um, but as we talked off, mic... Um, Mr. Ritter, we have to talk about the Avengers not in terms of Whedon versus Snyder, but just in terms of you know it's the Avengers. There'd been two before. We knew Infinity War and Endgame were coming, with huge budgets and huge expectations, and obviously, you know, both of those movies made many, many times what this did, I mean, you know, succeeded on so many levels beyond this, but I will say, man, um, and this will be my sort of final thought in the intro, we'll get you guys into the Justice League commentary, um, which is... Uh, I said when this came out That And we'll, we'll get to it quickly Because they introduced Steppenwolf pretty quickly we We're going to talk about Steppenwolf and Darkseid And the cosmic stuff Jason's going to fill us in On what worked, what didn't Maybe what he would have done um, I, I said, you know This was before Infinity War uh, You know Steppenwolf's face and mouth Were already looking way better than What we had seen from Thanos Thanos and Infinity War And especially Endgame With the technology and the money And Marvel being Marvel And Disney did a great job with Thanos I still think this holds up pretty well in all the special effects. And, you know, I mean, you know, man, my main complaints about Marvel is, one, it's predictable and it's all the same act structure. And actually, this falls into that trap. We'll get to that. But two, they don't kill anybody. Good guys, bad guys, there's no stakes. It's the end of the universe and everyone comes back, you know. Um, And there's definitive killing of a lot of good guys uh, in this movie, um uh and uh you know this is why um and we'll talk about this in the film man which is why X-Men's doing so poorly the PG-13 DC movies are very up and down to say the least but the hard R movies from the Joker to Venom to Logan and even Deadpool people love the darker vision to contrast with the you know popcorny nature of Marvel let's be honest um uh, and uh, I, I think that will be an interesting topic to talk about. So yeah, so comparisons to the Avengers in terms of the team ups. Plus we had sort of a semi team up in BVS, which will come up. And not you know setting up all the millions of solo stories. There's some positives, some negatives. Um, in terms of big picture stuff to to prepare the people, and then we'll save the 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 good stuff for the commentary. Any sort of big picture thoughts um, you want to introduce now um, thematically or, or any. Anything else uh, that we will revisit as we get into this?
1: Um, not really. Um, but There might be a lot of talk about the uh, Jeff Johns run on uh, Justice League a little bit because this pulls from it, so I might talk about a lot about that during the commentary.
0: Absolutely. absolutely. And, and,
1: especially, yeah. and, and possibly new guys because, you know, the new guys are in this movie so I may end up talking about a little bit about the upcoming new gods movie that they are making, so
0: absolutely. Absolutely. It should be mentioned, you know, this was sort of in the transitionary Period where Jeff Johns was stepping more and more into the limelight as a writer and producer. Of course, he's still there. Weedon was supposed to be the great hope with Batgirl and other projects. That didn't work out. And now they're going in a totally different directions. Um, and so, well, guys, we'll try and do a pretty good balance of, you know, 50 to 60% just about what's on screen plus the comics and lore. But of course, we have to talk a little bit about what came before and then what's come after. Because let's be honest, man. Let's be honest. After BVS, they actually lost money in terms of the studio um, with the costs. And then this, but Wonder Woman did so well. But then Aquaman killed and Shazam killed. And it's, you know, other than birds of prey, which we don't know what to make of the future is actually seeming way brighter in the DC film universe than I would have thought a couple of years ago. And I think some of the seeds are planted here, of course, with our big characters, um, but even, you know, trying some different things. And so I, I think this is one of those movies that whether people appreciate it or not, whether it made money or not, uh, there, there are lots of signs of hope um, for the future of DC films in this 2017 up film, I would say overall. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So, uh, guys, uh, we are... Not watching like an extended cut. <laughs> you know, there's lots of rumors about extended cuts. Um, this is one case the, the Zack Snyder extended cut. I actually wish, you know, there was an official one because I want this to be longer. Uh, we'll talk about that with the structure of the movie. Um, but I'm going to give you the little spiel and, and the count in, um, in a second. And dude, I'm really pumped to, to do this with you. Uh, as, as Jason knows, I just upgraded my Mac. Everything seems to be working okay. So we should not have any problemos here. Um, And you guys won't know about it anyways Because of the magic of sound editing Um, So you ready for me to go into the spiel, man? Alright guys, so here is the little spiel So you're going to want to queue up your Blu-rays, DVDs, 4K, UHD, digital files, whatever To zero hours, zero minutes, zero seconds I'm going to count from 3 to 2 to 1 I'm going to say go, you're going to hit play Get subtitles on a little bit of ambient sound if you want I leave that up to you when I say go um, and you hit play uh, uh, Jason is going to be starting with you at zero but he's going to do uh, us the lovely service of a seven count to make sure we, we are lined up me and him and also you guys with us because there's you know buffering issues and so forth depending on your system but in the workout around seven seconds the Warner Brothers logo comes full screen. And at that point, we will be going. So, y- y- you ready for this, um, j Bone? Uh, this is, uh, you know, a little bit of a- an undertaking.
1: Yes, I am ready for the final countdown.
0: The final countdown. <laughs> uh, when I rewatch this, I watched it almost to the end. I can't remember if there is the final countdown in this movie. Don't tell me. I can't wait. Um, so, alright, guys. So, again... I'm going to give you the three count go. Jason will count to seven, and we should all be aligned given the technical difficulties. Everything's looking good. Skies are clear. And um, hope is returning, man. Truth and justice and hope returning, finally. Um, So, uh, I'm excited for that and a lot of things about this, I think, very good film. And can't wait to hear your thoughts on it as well as the comic book stuff. So, get ready, guys, because it's going to be film commentary all the way to nerd deep dive stuff. Um, And uh, take a break now if you need. Otherwise, uh, Mr. Ritter, if you're ready, here comes my countdown. Yeah, I'm ready. Three, two, one, and go. Go. One, two, three, four, five,
1: six, seven. Alright, here we go. Got the lovely W B logo. Yes, sir. I'm waiting for it to go in the Matrix, but it's not that type of show
0: today. Yeah, yep. I thought they would do the the blue WB, that's Matrixy they do in the Dark Knight, but they decide not to go that way. Who cares? Yep, yep. The
1: access logo here. And
0: so this of course was supposed to be this of course was supposed to be, you know, the Marvel flipping comics thing that we've seen for the last twenty years.
1: This was this was designed by Jeff Johns and they told him to put basically all the members of Justice League in the beginning and then for the big shot just put any character he loves.
0: Okay. Number one thing I love about this movie is the first couple scenes. Had to start with Superman. This was the best way to do it. Dude, I've been hearing Henry Cavill that we're finally unleashing to be the smiley, truth, justice, and hopes Superman. We've been wanting. And we knew he was coming back in some form and the found footage here with the camera. And he's really thoughtful thinking about what these kids are asking him. He's really trying look at him. He's smiling. He's honest. His face is open. This is the Superman. I didn't grow up reading Superman, dude, but this is Superman I always had in mind and I immediately was like, Oh, Cavill's going to kill him in this movie. And indeed he's one of my many favorite parts. Look at him. They said, what is your favorite part? And he's thinking about it. He's smiling. He loves people. He loves people.
1: Yep. Yep. So. Yep. That's, that's, that's,
0: okay, so it goes Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. How do you feel about that order of intro in the film?
1: I, I think it's important that we have Superman because we're not going to have him for a little bit. So now we are in in the dark part of this town, Gotham. So. Yeah, so Superman's dead, so they're going for the funeral for a friend a little bit here, if we're going by Death's man-lit area.
0: So this is already being filmed noir. I mean, film-style-wise, the way they shoot this, not to color it's necessarily, but this series of shots is going to be closer, I think, to what we're getting with Pattinson to a certain degree. This looks straight yeah. from the comic books. Yeah. I love this. This yeah. already got me excited about Ben Affleck's Batman more than I had been. But really quick to tease, bringing the alien in this early, I think confused fans who didn't know what was going on. And so in a weird way, this scene sets up what I love about the movie. It wasn't expecting to love so much, but also yeah. it felt already rushed right from the beginning. You go ahead.
1: Yeah. So in one of these scenes, there is a uh, there's a cameo from a building who might be in a certain Birds of Prey movie this year. Ewan McGregor's character, uh, Ronis, has a building in the background there.
0: He says fear. I want fear. That's yep. 20 years in Gotham, right?
1: Yep. Yep. And here's the pair of demons. Got some fourth world Jack Kirby stuff going on here now.
0: So it's important to lay out there's at least three classes of people who've seen this movie. There's you, Deep Dive DC guy, me, who had gotten into Wonder Woman and then Justice League and Batgirl through all of that and started learning about this. So I knew what this thing was and had watched all the trailers and was studying it. So me and you know what's going on here already. But fans, I'm not sure who are casual fans, knew. But maybe that's what they were going for.
1: Yep. Yeah, so we just saw the Janus building. That's the black mask building there. So now these these uh parademons look more like the New Fifty Two design of them because the uh the older ones were like uh I think it's like green and like yellow or something like that. So this looks to be more of a new fifty two pair demons from that Justice League run.
0: So I'm just gonna say it: the Chatari And the nameless, faceless, six-legged aliens we don't even really see in the final two Avengers movies are not any better than this. If anything, these designs are cooler, um, and and we get good looks at them. Yeah. Okay, Okay, so... so, Sorry, they're already talking about or hinting that Batman is sort of prepared for this, so even I'm sort of confused about how he knows so much already. I guess I haven't seen BVS and so forth a ton of times.
1: Well, I think it's, you know, it's because of at the end he talked to Luther and he said there was an evasion coming and stuff. Because they knew Superman died, so it left the world vulnerable. So at, you probably had to figure, he probably knew it was something was coming. Now he knows what it was. So this is the, uh, if we're going by the death of Superman lives stuff, this is like the funeral for the friend scene they honor Superman when he dies and stuff. So.
0: so, really quick film stuff. The two major structural problems with this movie, other than being like structured like an Avengers movie, which isn't a problem for me in and of itself, is it's not long enough, which we'll talk about. Uh, but more so, man, there's too much intercutting when they could have stayed on Superman or Aquaman or even Batman for multiple different kinds of scenes. And so starting with Superman was great. And then Batman into the Justice League was great. And now this over dramatic funeral, we're jumping around in time. We're already getting with Lois Lane, who, again, with my females in distress thing, I mean, she kills it in these roles. It's just not that important. Um, And I would have either put this right after the cold open with Superman or I would have actually waited and pushed this to when she's talking with Diane Lane uh, in the press office later and they're sort of discussing this and so forth. Um, And so I actually think the editing of this film, they tried to work with all the reshoots and everything, some of which were additional, some of which were actually reshot um, or added or subtracted. They tried to finesse the editing, but with two directors in a bunch of different cuts, I think the editing in the early part of this movie lets them down, but of course once the team gets together, it doesn't matter because they're all together. And that's what Avengers 1 did great, was introducing the characters in the right way. The main characters, Thor, we saw the power competition between Thor, Cap, and Iron Man, which we do get here. Um, But Explain to me this. To the average watcher who saw BVS, where Batman and Superman are at each other's throats the whole time, and then they briefly save the world together with Wonder Woman, and then Superman dies, now the whole world's lost hope after Batman and other people had painted him out to be a genocidal alien, basically, who was a bad guy... And now everyone's losing hope, and even Ben Affleck's losing hope, who's now Superman's his best buddy. Now, we won't talk about that because Ben Affleck, through his performance, his discussion with Alfred and Wonder Woman, fleshes out his m- mental inner journey about why he's now realizes Superman is so important. And this sells because Superman's Superman. This is what, you know, it's like Captain America. Everyone knows who Cap is and why he's important, even if some people don't agree with the Avengers. So, again, yeah. as someone who knew a decent amount of DC comics, but wasn't, totally steeped but also know how the avengers for you know a team-up thing works this all worked for me and speaking of working for me jason ritter i was going to see this movie and enjoy it for if for no other reason than i just wanted more gal gadot diana prince wonder woman okay we're killing okay we're in dc comics we're killing good guys we're definitively shooting good guys marvel create stakes, kill civilians. I mean, honestly, it's still PG-13. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, you have to create stakes. I love this museum, you know. It's yeah. already the black and white contrasts great with Gal coming up here. But you know how much I love Wonder Woman, dude. Um and th- I was a little bit late to the party it wasn't until i saw Gal Gadot in bvs where i was like this actor and character could be amazing and then of course wonder woman blew me away in a way no other movie other than black panther did oh here comes the money show i mean dude i got chills last yeah. night watching it i'm getting chills yeah, go well, talk
1: whatever at the end of the Wonder Woman movie i always thought that when she was running she was running towards this bank heist so. but, at the end of that movie so she could be running after she gets the note to stop this museum heist so
0: does anyone have a more like recognizably cool theme music than Wonder Woman they could just keep playing different ways? By the way, this is a Danny Elfman score. Also, did the Avengers. So. Also did Batman. Yeah, I mean they're they're pulling all the stops out. Yeah. This is my girl. Yeah, this bat- my girl Gal. I could watch her forever with this role. She's just she is this character.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 some hoping after '84 we'll get a Wonder Woman. Earth. That
0: was a great Eagle. shot of the, the lasso in her eyes, making her look a little bit darker. You know, They had to yeah. make Wonder Woman go through a journey in this one, too, which at first made me a little uncomfortable because she's Captain America. And again, the biggest problem is the Wonder Woman, the Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman, doesn't fully line up with the Wonder Woman who's isolated herself. But here she's back, baby. Oh, man, this scene's amazing. This scene's amazing. This scene in the two Wonder Woman battles against Steppenwolf St- 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 are spectacular. Here we go. In case you didn't know, yep. she's super fast
1: yep yep kind of a hint looks like a yep so she so they show she's a little fast oh i love which, that which, this which of course pay off later yeah with the flash i think it also
0: pays off later when steppenwolf tries to headbutt her and she headbutts him back <laughs> so she just saved the city and now she's gonna stop these assholes
1: Yep. so they're gonna stop this uh on Scruber type here. So,
0: just to contrast, the Batman intro would have been great just as a Batman intro because we didn't have a full Batman movie, really. Oh, look at this! And, and by the way, I love yeah. how Snyder slash Whedon integrated Patty Jenkins stuff with the slow motion, but did their own thing, spinning things around. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it. Who are you? A believer? Yeah, she believes in love. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh God. It's so Okay, yeah. so Jason Reddick. Yeah, I remember this. Jason I remember this Ritter.
1: part. Jason Reddick. Yeah, first. Trailer. Yeah. That's
0: so part. I always talk about how Marvel, the even the great Marvel movies like Avengers and Guardians, sometimes have weird openings and sometimes predictable conclusions, but they're great in the middle, and that's indeed the case here. Although this does have a great end, but starting right here with the immediate recruitment. Of characters like Aquaman, it was just too transparently to people like us setting up Aquaman, I would have stayed with Wonder Woman and Batman for at least 10, 15, 20 minutes as they tried to piece this together before recruiting the team. Would have been my preference because Marvel had five movies leading up to the Avengers. And again, 15, 20 minutes added to this film, specifically in the beginning actually, and pushing this to, if there's five acts let's say like the avengers movies are actually five acts on three i push this stuff the recruitment to the second act as opposed to the first um i don't know how you feel about that
1: yeah well, I, I i see where it coming from yeah I, I agree now let me just comment here now this aquaman in this movie is a little different from the one we got in the the solo movie directed by Juan. it's doesn't always doesn't line up in my opinion some of the stuff he says later but i'll get to that later
0: so you know one of the most egregious small things of man is steel but it was emblematic of people like maddie g who are hardcore superman fans or even someone like me who grew up with the classic superman when he gets annoyed at that guy at the bar and like puts his truck on the top of the thing it's like that's just a dick move you know it's an unnecessary dick move and They don't really explain why Aquaman is such a dick If you don't know the comics You know And haven't been following the teases The fact that he's alienated From Atlantis And he's adopted or not I mean I I still don't really know what they're doing Especially when you do the biker man thing And then of course coming up We've got the full shirt off and the biker music And everything with the whiskey bottle And I'm like Aquaman is the only character in this movie That I'm not really with until the very end when he's just kicking ass whereas every other character including characters I didn't expect to like at all like Flash and Cyborg um, I I, I am really with so you start your Aquaman thing here because I haven't seen the movie you have and and I don't really understand this portrayal
1: yeah well this some of it they they kind of pull bits and pieces from this for the movie but some of it like later on when he talks to me (laughs) or that that part does not line up with how, what they did with the movie because it is very they, – they went in a different, different direction that movie. So,
0: so you know, I'm going to make some comparisons between the Avengers and these six guys. Uh, he's it, Thor mostly, um, especially if you take Thor like in Thor 1 when he's really cocky and an asshole, you know, before he gets humbled by his dad and Natalie Portman and so forth. But Thor's still kind of a cocky dick in Avengers for a while. Not like this, but similar. But the funny thing is, dude, is there's all these opportunities for Thor to take his shirt off in the Avengers movies, and we didn't always resist it. Here we just constantly see Momoa without the shirt, but I cannot complain about that in a Justice League movie with the chase of Momoa. Like, come on, he's fucking Khal Drogo. Yeah.
1: Yep. Okay. So we have...
0: Uh, I like this Alfred. Got, I like it. I told you I like this Alfred. I would have been fine keeping this Alfred. Talk to me about this Alfred.
1: Yeah, I, I said I like this... I like him. Jeremy Irons. He's a... I really like his Alfred. He, he reminds me more of the Batman Earth 1 Alfred a little bit, because he helps him with the gadgets and stuff, and, you know, he's also... You know, tactician a little bit too, so.
0: He helps him with the gadgets. He helps talk him through the team stuff. He's his confidant. He's also helping him understand the cosmic stuff going on. He's actually smarter in sort of a like straight intellectual metaphysical way than michael kane is who who is more of just like a friend slash confidant um but I think we needed that. We needed the Nick fury or, or you know kind of character in this movie, and Jeremy Irons for me nails it even if it's a slightly different portrayal yeah,
1: yep yeah. and then. We just saw um, Cyborg and Barry Allen on the screen, so... So so.
0: here he's already... Okay, so... You either dislike or don't care The, the constant remarks about Gal Gadot being hot... Wonder Woman being hot, them being attracted to her. Now with the Flash and Cyborg, them, her her inspiring them, and them inspiring her is really touching. Momoa's is a total dick. Affleck's a dick, but they, it ends up being a main character beat between him and Diana. They need to do it. But what was confusing to me, man, was we might have missed it, but Jeremy Irons already made a comment, like, is that the only reason you want to see her? And I remember watching this and being like, are they really trying to tease a romance with Wonder Woman
1: and Bruce Wayne? Like, they don't follow oh, they, up with it. In the uh, cartoon, Wonder Woman and Bruce Wayne had a relationship. Okay, and, uh, so... I, I was so.
0: prepared to be annoyed by Ezra Miller. I found him charming, hilarious, and exactly the guy. And the I, I know I, I said I wouldn't talk about this too much, but people are like, oh, all of those funny flash lines are Joss Whedon. And I'm like, you know what, guys? Whether it was Whedon or Snyder, we needed this. And... Sorry, Grant Gustin, you're a sweet guy You're a solid actor But I immediately am more attracted to this version of The Flash Than the CW It's not Grant Gustin's fault It's because this is a dark DC Comics movie for adults And CW is a family movie And uh, Ezra Miller is an A actor Who's been in great indie movies Has great comedic delivery But this scene up here with his dad And I've seen the scenes, man, in the CW Between these two characters With Billy Crudup playing um, uh, Flash's dad here. I mean, Every look hour. look at just the dramatic performance of Ezra Miller. I was already on his side here. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say, we just saw hit, the pre-score hit A Red Friend, which is a reference to Batman 66, but like, look, growing Flash, uh, you know, you need... To be honest, you need the Spider-Man of the Justice League, which I always felt the Flash is more the Spider-Man of the Justice League, so... You know, the one who, you know, is more lighthearted and, you know, ca- kind of cool, a bit green and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, it, it's fun to go with him. So.
0: And that's always what I'm saying for, for CW Is right Grant Gustin more mischievous More like this character Gustin w- would be great at it He's constantly serious He acts like Batman The weight of the world's on his shoulders He's always serious as Matty Jesus He always looks like he's about to cry constantly Grant Gustin Because of how serious everything is And this kid takes everything very seriously But his way of dealing with it is what you said Is the Peter Parker way of making jokes But you can tell in his eyes That he's taking it all in and trying to understand it I mean look at... Look, the th- it it's not a fair comparison. Ezra Miller has been in acclaimed indie movies. You know, I don't know what his future holds. He's got tons of skill. He's way younger here than you would think. I think he's only twenty three or twenty four at most in this movie. And so yeah. I, I, this was after some a couple weird beats, but before and a couple weird beats coming up. But already liking the Flash, who I was like very nervous about coming into it. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm starting to feel the team vibe even before they come together. What was your feeling coming in about Ezra Miller and? What what was your feeling about you know as you're watching him
1: well when i came in i mean we saw a little bit of him in dbs and suicide squad but i was really anticipating to see it because he's going to be a feature character we're going to get more screen time of him and after i saw it i was very impressed i really want to see this flash movie now directed by the it, it director so
0: I mean, in my head, my best-case scenario was he was going to be annoying but funny. But he doesn't come off as annoying at all. I mean, his, his geeking out about Batman is ex- right exactly what Peter Parker does with the Avengers, right? I mean, you're right. That's the perfect comparison, and they need it in this dark movie. Right.
1: I'm going to make a it, – it, this, this is funny right now. It's funny that we, that they cast uh, Miles Tyson from the Terminator movies as the creator of Cyborg. I find that pretty funny.
0: I totally forget that.
1: Yeah, so because that's Super is uh, his father in this movie. But so, what's your take on uh, the cyborg in the movie?
0: I was worried about the special effects. It got a thousand times better for the movie. I love this actor. I know I'm on an island here. I love his subtle, brooding performance. He, he's a theater guy, and he he conveys so much on the little bit of his face we can see. I mean, it, it, you know. Let's put it this way. The scenes where him and Flash are just rapping back and forth awkwardly, funnily, dramatically, emotionally are some of my favorite scenes. And again, some more time to flesh out the the character drama, not just the setup, but them getting to know each other. You know, but that's why the middle is always needs to be the best and in the best of these team ups. The middle act is the best because we start getting all those character relationships. And sometimes they're tense. Sometimes they're fun. Sometimes they're friendly. Sometimes it's usually some combination of the both. Um, And so, yeah, so what I'm saying is, I love this character, I love this actor, but again, coming out of this movie with the DCEU, we're not really sure at this point in 2017, I didn't want to get too attached, you know, I guess I shouldn't have gotten attached to Ezra Miller. Back to your early point though, man, I wonder if part of the reason they're having trouble with the Flash movie is he works so great as a 1A, 1B co-lead in the team movie, but you know... Without the cachet of Spider-Man in the, in the mainstream culture, maybe they're having trouble um, figuring out how he fits in in this new universe. I don't know. That movie should be made. I don't understand. All right, here yeah. we go. Here we go. I wanted Wonder Woman. Yeah. I wanted Themyscira. And yeah, God had, damn it, yeah. they gave it to us.
1: Act, which which was a complete surprise to me. I didn't think we'd be seeing the Themyscira again after the movie. I knew from I trailers
0: and screenshots, my worry was they were going to kill all of them. They fu- <laughs> they managed to kill a lot of the Themyscirans, but not Connie Nielsen as um, Hippolyta, Wonder Woman's mommy, which is very important for so many reasons.
1: Yep, so now we're going to go to the uh, I think they're either called they're, these are the mother boxes, because they also have father boxes in the uh, New World stuff, so I think these are the mother boxes. So these are the
0: ones. This is the intro of Mother Box and the intro of the Big Baddie Steppenwolf. So I'm going to let you talk, but I do yes. want to talk be- about really quickly just a book market. Even though they're Greek, uh, the portrayal of the Themysciran's in the comics, but especially the movies, take a lot from a- a Vikings and in-, in Nordic mythology and imagery as well, which really comes out during the fighting here and Diana's fighting style and so forth. Uh, but I'll get back to that. So here's the Mother Box. Go ahead.
1: Yep. So we have the Marvel box break, which comes out with uh, Steppenwolf. Now, for the first movie, I would, I never would have, I, I, when, we, when it was first announced we were going to get Steppenwolf, I did not know who Steppenwolf was. I had to do research on Steppenwolf. He is the uncle of Darkseid, and I'm was this disappointed this is because I really think they should have just went with Darkseid because. You know, you're going to get Thanos next year, so you just want to get a jump on and just do Dark Side, which is the one that everybody wants to see. No one wants the really. I think that's one of the reasons the movie didn't do too well because they had Steppenwolf as the villain, the Dark Side. So that's that's my my opinion because a lot of the comic book community was all disappointed that we got Steppenwolf. That's just my take on it.
0: So again, not crazy about the dark flying <coughs> aliens when I first saw this, but then seeing in the final Avengers movies and rewatching the Jatari, who look increasingly not good over time. It's hard to complain. And again, my big theory about it's all about getting the good guys together for the big ass kicking later. So I'm fine with it. And these close-up shots that may not be practical. And I'm going to say it again, dude. The CGI in this movie looks better in many places on a lot of levels in different ways than the Avengers do, even in the final Avengers movie. Now, part of that is Zack Snyder's stylization. It just works with, you know, great direction um, and, and production and so forth to make this stuff blend. But even in the final Avengers, you know, I just watched Endgame, you can still tell CGI Thor and Cap a little too easily for Marvel with all their money and experience. And I talk about how the X Men continue, even the movies are bad, the X Men effects continue to look better than Marvel. They've always looked better than the Marvel Cinematic Universe to me. And this just looks awesome. I mean, this is straight out of God of War. So I'm playing God of War and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which is Greece. God of War, the, the new God of War is got the Kratos, but in Scandinavia. And this is combining all the best Greek mythology and Scandinavian mythology and the fighting and the design. This is so dynamic. This is cool. It's always great when they're outside. Now this does look a little Return of the Kingy that you can sort of tell. You know they're not in this huge open field, um, but you know they had so many. Pl- places to go in this movie, there was no way they could make Themyscira as dynamic as as, um, as in Wonder Woman, where it was a third of the movie. Boom. Killing... I mean, they're killing Themyscirans left and right. I guess they did with the World War One stuff. This is so cool. This is, you know, yeah. this is the handoff. This is like the Rogue One, Death Star plans
1: thing, right? Yeah, this is them trying oh. to keep the Marfok away. Yeah. Trying to keep away from, from Steppenwolf, so...
0: When you play Kratos at any God of War, you can have all sorts of finesse skills, or you can just slam the ground over and over again and, and wreck everybody, which is what he's doing with the axe.
1: Now, I may not like Steppenwolf, but I, I, do, I do think his design looks really awesome in the movie, so.
0: What's interesting is, you know, I always talk about, I love DC, how literal the names are, like Superman, Superman, the Flash is like the Flash, you know, uh, you know, like the Penguin, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Steppenwolf is both a classic... uh uh, classic classic rock song but even more so one of the most famous and beloved novels very existential by Herman Hesse who's one of the great writers ever um, the book Steppenwolf um, and I-, I have no idea why they decided to go with that it. uh, it's definitely a literary and or music reference but I haven't looked into it too much but you said you weren't even too familiar with Steppenwolf this might be a good place to start the dark side uh, tie in
1: yeah yeah so he's the uncle of Dark Side, like I said before. So, and that, and you know, I know originally they were going to do two movies where the second one was going to be Dark Side fighting the hero, So,
0: this was a cool but piece of I continuity, by the way. This young woman, you know, was the the su- the right hand slash lover of Antiope. Um, you know who dies you know saving Diana in the beginning of the first Wonder Woman, so she's now the the number two now that antiope has gone. This is so cool. I got chills now, I got chills watching the last night. I would have more chills, but I just watched this last night. I was literally like almost in tears with all of this Wonder Woman stuff. I just wanted it so bad after seeing Wonder Woman a million times a, a few months before this
1: yeah I was just I was happy to get more Wonder Woman again, you know so that's uh, is- that. Nothing
0: very interesting.
1: Yep. Uh, Yeah. I I like the change they made in one woman that she's a a curator for a museum and stuff like that looks like. Where she collects old ancient items. Yes. Which makes sense. Yes. Because now in the comics they are now making her the first superhero in the whole world. The new
0: oh, comedy. this is great. This woman drops, like, three bleeped F-bombs. No. This is, and this is a nice transition into... Amy Adams and Diane Lane who by the way Diane Lane has no right stealing every scene she's in in all these movies she's like one of the all-time greatest actresses and while I love Amy mm-hmm. Adams and she does a great job there's no doubt pairing Amy Adams with Diane Lane as much as possible is an awesome move I mean this could be Isla Fisher from the back it, you know I'm not saying she's being wasted here as Lois because she's great oh my god Diane Lane look at her natural beauty looks amazing they're trying to make her look all ruffled up she's gorgeous middle-aged and Woman, perfect mom uh, for Clark Kent. Talk about either both of these ladies.
1: Yeah, like I get what they're going to with Lois Lane's story because of she lost the love of his, her life, who was going to pose to her. So she's kind of, uh, you know, it's dealing with the uh, every, what most of us people deal with, you know, loss. She's trying to find. She, she's doing her own way of. Dealing with her loss, that so she's, but she's not dealing with it very well. So, so.
0: A really that's quick it. continuity thing. So, Man of Steel 2013, BVS 2016. Is it supposed to be three years in their world too? Like, were her and Soup's like really getting it on for three years there? Um, and that's why, why we just sort of assume like they got to like know that, each other really well.
1: I think it, it. I think it was like, yeah, I think it's three years. Yeah, a like three or two years, something like that. So
0: because you know the the thing you either like or don't like i happen to love with thor and jane foster is it's a really a lust romance as much as a love romance they also don't spend much time together they're just incredibly attracted to one another and it's all going to come together in the final Thor movie. We think with Natalie Portman coming back and then being able to actually explore a relationship, hopefully. But what they do in the Thor movies is they like even Thor's mom is you know like maybe you should look at Lady Sif like Jane Foster, you know what I mean? Like they're they're already hinting at the fact that he's obsessed with this Earth woman who he might not be able to be with. And they don't even know each other that well. This is sold totally through performance, and again with these two women, a mom and, you know, wife, girlfriend, whatever, they're nailing it through performance. But again, as a casual fan, even if you've seen all the DCU movies up to this point at least once, you know, it's a little forced. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, now we got the scene where Cyborg could hear uh, Alfred, so he's scoring that he can kind of tap into, like, I guess the internet, or, like, hear people through, like, like what they have open in, like, their browser or something like that, I guess. So...
0: So what I was saying About adding some Minor holographic stuff To the new Batman Would be way toned Down from this For sure I love this I mean You know It's a version Of the Tony Stark Avengers thing But it's way more Tactile Just being in him And his brain Operating like a High level AI And so forth That totally sold to me Visually and through Performance Like let's put it This way Cyborg They knew nobody Was going to know For the most part Anything about him Or maybe they Knew a tiny bit About him So they were have to sell it all through performance in this movie and that works in the favor. I love they don't do the sneak up here with the dieta. She just struts in. He knows that she's broken it. She's wearing the leather. It's great. Yeah. It looked
1: expensive. uh, Yeah. I think almost all uh, the
0: one-liners hit in this film. Honestly. Yeah. It's
1: a deal. So, if they... So, let me just do some hypothetical here. So, if, if they do a new Batman, I think they should probably do the, like, white slits so you can't really see his eyes, because for the of Batman in the previous ones, we can see all their eyes. So.
0: Right, but I'd be liking if he could be seeing stuff like the glasses that Spider-Man gets in Far From
1: Home. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So, here's our uh, awesome backstory, which...
0: Great. So Wonder Woman, of course, starts with Diana narrating Gal Gadot. She's amazing at narrating because of her amazing voice, Um, and her being the one to explain the crazy cosmic stuff always works because of her cute accent. You know, it's like when she's with Chris Pine, and he's like, "Who are you?" He's like, "I'm the daughter of Zeus." You know, whatever. Blah blah blah. He's like, "Oh, that's neat." (laughs) So
1: so we had some. We had some. So so now that. So now they're worrying about the mother boxes
0: here. Right. So, again, before this movie, knowing about Aquaman, and then this movie, and then after it, even not loving Momoa, I still haven't seen Aquaman. But it seemed natural that, you know, that Wonder Woman and... Aquaman, both being Greek myths, essentially and the most powerful of the ancient civilizations that are still around. I mean, this is straight from Return of the King. Whatever, I love this yeah, shit. This,
1: this is this is this is basically the the beginning of the fellowship of the ring when they defeat Mi- Sauron and right and, and the, all the rings
0: mixed with the ends. So uh, yeah. here we go. Here we go.
1: Here's our Green Lantern. I I really hope they have that Green Lantern core movie going soon, Because apparently. We're supposed to get one from Jeff John eventually in the future.
0: Oh, yeah, Zeus, baby.
1: There's Zeus. I think. He's looking. Is
0: around here. He's looking just like, uh.
1: Sparta! Yeah. So now he gets dragged onto his ship, just like Zod did in Man of Steel.
0: So, again. Even though the infin like they'd been teasing the infinity stones for years, and now we've got three cubes that are basically the infinity stones,
1: yeah so.
0: Okay, Big picture number one Forget any nitpicks I have or other people had Big picture number one About why this movie didn't do great After Wonder Woman did amazingly Is people had already invested Close to 10 years in the Marvel Cinematic Universe And knew the big ending was coming Especially with Black Panther and two Avengers movies And getting invested Into another epic that they're very Unfamiliar with even if they've seen BVS and Man of Steel Was it going to be a tough sell with a darker palette A darker tone And you know, more adult, um, but also leaving a lot to the imagination because they're having to sell. Let's put it this way: we got Batman in a half Batman movie, BVS. We got a full Wonder Woman movie. We have Man of Steel, which split people, which was many years before this, and is a much different portrayal of Clark Kent, obviously, than we get here, which we'll get to later. And they're setting up the Flash for the future, maybe, and Cyborg, we don't know, Aquaman. So, you know, I mean, Marvel, let's put this way: Marvel got kind of lucky that all their solo movies, for the most part, other than Hulk, hit leading up to Avengers um and so the big three at least and you throw in ruffalo instead of ed norton um the big four uh you know they were ready to go they had nick fury did the whole thing loki was set up thor was set up iron man cap the whole thing now these two had to be the leaders of the team so really quickly man i knew they were doing major gal gadot reshoots and i knew they were with joss whedon it's clear joss whedon uh, you know did, uh, t- t- Added some flash lines and humor for sure. This is his kind of character, and you know he makes some like nerdy horror references and stuff, which I'm totally down with, um, yeah, and, and so forth. But but I thought what they were gonna do is with the success of Wonder Woman, because the reshoots were after Wonder Woman, was really push Diana more up front. And while I actually think in the end this was the right way to go, where Batman's trying to be the leader, but he doesn't want to, but he's the only one that sees the big picture, and everyone else is disturbed. And he has to push buttons You know like he he specifically pushes The Steve Trevor button to get Wonder Woman Going um and it Ends up working for him in the end And so forth um even if the portrayal of Diana is somewhat off from what you know we saw in Wonder Woman one, doesn't matter. My point being, man, what how how little Wonder Woman was in this before two months of Wonder Woman reshoots with John Cena, it makes me it makes me wonder. Um, but I, I think they struck a good balance in the end. And look, she's the one to get the most disturbed person, cyborg, through her just goodness and benevolence. She connects with the Flash. She even turns Aquaman to be not such a horrific. You know, chauvinistic dick he gets he gets Batfleck to apologize and treat her like an equal, and so in the end, Wonder Woman is the heart of the team. It just takes. Here we go. A while. Here's,
1: here's the uh, here's the first sign we got of of, of uh, the Speed Force. You know, him going very fast, which is you know, it's a little different than a you know, like it's kind of like a Spider-Man Spider Sense a little bit it looks like a little bit where he slows down and can see everything
0: by the way yeah. there was that whole joke about oh that's not me that's some jewish kid uh that's an inside joke i don't think the flash is supposed to be jewish i'm jewish as you know but ezra miller is super jewish in real life that's a joss whedon joke he loves making jewish jokes so it was a sort of a nod towards the, the actor which is breaking the fourth wall but who cares yeah
1: yeah I, no yeah so yeah we got that stuff and what we also had mention a mention of earlier, so maybe might. I think, who know he might pop up in a future Flash movie if they actually make it Flash still, but.
0: But, yeah, I mean, he's a great looking kid. He's very charismatic and funny, but he is very yeah. Jewish, neurotic style, and that's how Joss was going to write him, so why not make a joke about it? Um, you know, and, and, but on top of that, so, you know, watching some of the Flash on CW, I, I got this whole needing a million calories a day thing but they execute the explanation of it and the execution of it in such a short time here.
1: Yeah, it's a, they, they just explain it and we'll just move on. So
0: This was a great touch. Oh, Jason, I want to ask you about this. The fact that The Flash is the first one they recruit and the fact that he's so eager and they're not expecting it, I absolutely love. They got nobody else. Even Diana's not sure, but he's ready to rock. He just wants friends.
1: He just wants friends. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of a, there's a little bit of a uh, Tony Stark uh, Spider-Man relationship, a little bit in this movie with, between him and Bruce.
0: Absolutely, again, a dynamic I love. But audiences who are you know already loving Spidey in Civil War and his movie and so forth with Tony Stark.
1: Yep. So
0: this is great. This is like the Matrix. Knock knock, Neo. <laughs> Follow the white rabbit.
1: Yeah. Like I said, he was communicating through computers, so. Yep, so we're going to, have to get Cyborg pretty soon.
0: So me being a giant Diana, Wonder Woman, Homer, and nerd, I had in the back of my mind thought she would have known that he was following them earlier. But I was thrilled that she drops it here, right? I was going to attack you. I would have done it by the lake. Yep. I mean, she's not the Flash, but she's faster than anybody else other than the Flash, let's be honest. Yeah. And her and the Fla- oh man when her and the flash work together with the sword oh it's glorious. Oh, this is the thing. This is a movie that has so many great moments, both character and action that I can forgive almost anything else. And, and you know, I mean, again, I can I can't talk that much about Snyder, but even Whedon's best movies like Avengers one and two, there's some sort of weird sloppiness, but the stuff that hits makes it all worth it for me, and it's mostly the case in this movie.
1: And and, and now he has the ability to shut up all the power here so okay so game,
0: you obviously dead. knew something about cyborg or the cyborgs coming into it my question is how do you think they executed it and do you think they executed it in a way that would be appealing um, to the f- the fan base who wasn't sure like i said i loved him but i don't know
1: i think they did a really good job with him you know i know cyborg from the cartoons and the justice league comics so you know it made sense that they this is basically pulling from like I said the new 52 comic the first one called Justice League uh, Origins where they got a band together to fight the parademons but, and Dark Side. but oh this is where they're relating
0: that you're going how why is Diana the one to recruit this guy but the reason is because they and this is actually how they tie it in narratively and thematically to to Wonder Woman cutting herself off is that uh, as gorgeous as she is and as like almost non-human as he is although he's a great looking guy Ray Fisher obviously is they both kind of cut themselves off for traumatic reasons that are different but have some similarities that's great writing but again with some of these characters being totally new to people and rushing the movie you know to me I know enough about DC Comics and these characters that it all adds added up, but uh, looking back on it, you know I mean, let's put it this way. here's my big thesis statement. This movie was made for me. This movie was made for someone who is not a super hardcore d c guy but knows a good amount about the main d c characters and has seen c w and has read the comics to a certain extent. Does that make sense like
1: yeah yeah, like I said this is made for someone like my my because when we saw b b s he goes all the types of confused, yes a lot of questions afterwards. This one, he didn't ask so many questions because he got what was going on and stuff, so... This is made for, like, the normal person that's not real... deep into the into the DC comics. Like This scene you know,
0: like, did not a- need to be in here whatsoever. Everything, this and coming up. It just makes him look like an alcoholic asshole. I don't understand what they're doing. Especially you say it's different in the Aquaman movie. I'm not clear what they're...
1: This... This... this, this this is very different from what was in the movie, so... This scene did not have to be in your right, but... Okay,
0: uh, this is my one and video. only knock at Snyder. This is so Zack Snyder right here. Joss Whedon would never do something like this. Joss Whedon has plenty of flaws and bad scenes in writing.
1: Not this. Yeah,
0: but throw, that's throw fine. A,
1: why would Aquaman throw that in the ocean?
0: Now, I was one of the people that, that, that thought might, water that stuff looked great. That might
1: be a setup for the movie, because that's the whole point of the aquaman
0: movie where did they get the biker dude version of aquaman
1: i I think that's a Zack snyder invention because a little bit or the peter david because they made him look buff in the 90s because he lost his arm they had to cut off his own arm to save his son so
0: i can't explain how aquaman made a billion point one other than there was no Star Wars or other major movies, and it's colorful and family friendly, and the two lead actors are charismatic and good looking, I-, I can't come up with any other explanation.
1: There's, I I know in the movie they have a part where he f- he fights with a giant uh, octopus or a monster, so I think that might be it. You know, people love their monsters. No, I heard. Sorry. Those, those, yeah. What were you gonna say?
0: I had heard before this already that Mira was going to be pushed up as a co-lead already in Aquaman, even before this. And she's amazing. I mean, I like Mira more in this scene than Aquaman in most of the movie, just in terms of the writing of the character, um, not the actors. And they clearly have good chemistry already here. And they're both beautiful and, you know, good actors that are just getting better, more comfortable in the roles. I think all of this looks great to me personally. It's kinetic. Um, one you know, look. Part of the reason Zack Snyder does dark, dark, dark is because it's much easier to make CGI and practical work when you don't have colors everywhere. Doctor Strange is going to look fake. Thor is going to look fake.
1: Yeah, that acts. And and thing is, the him him fighting in the ocean stuff looks. I mean that that would show you how good it's going to look when when we because it looks a lot better once we get into the movie a little bit. The CGI and wine
0: in the ocean and stuff like that. But see, me so being sent. Sorry, go ahead.
1: So here's the controversial scene, the, the bubble scene. The wrong one got this talk about.
0: Doesn't bother me. Just like the mustache, Henry Cavill, I never think about. Even though I knew about it, I didn't think about it.
1: Alright, so this is the part where... This is the part where it doesn't quite line up with the movie with some of the stuff he says in this scene. So... Because he talks about... So him talking about his mother's sin, kind of like pissed off about her and stuff doesn't quite line up because in the movie you find out she was exiled and he or she thinks he abandoned her and and stuff like that so that doesn't quite line up at all
0: can i give my female badass thing about mira all right, First, another reason I thought Aquaman would struggle was I thought there'd be an anti SJW thing of, oh, they're making Mira the big hero and not Aquaman. But no, people didn't see it that way, which is great because Jason Momoa was so fucking manly. So how can you argue? Two, Amber Heard's gorgeous. I knew she was up and coming. She's a model. She's a, you know up and coming star. She's not a huge name. She looks like a younger. Sexier Emily Blunt, who's one of my favorite actresses. You can already tell that she's upping her game, like as this movie's going along. I saw great potential in her. I've always seen potential in Momoa. They had great chemistry. Um, again, I would have liked to have seen another scene between those two. You know, like just tack twenty minutes on this movie and have a couple more extended scenes with the main, you know, characters or even the setup characters like Mira and so forth. I don't know how okay. you feel about that.
1: Yeah, we could have cut... Now, we're in this Russia family stuff. We could have cut some of this stuff out and maybe, like, had him focus, like, maybe on a main hero. Maybe this happens to, like, I don't know, somebody in Gotham. Maybe this happens to... uh so, this Maybe it happens is- to Barbara Gordon. Put Barbara Gordon there. Maybe Stop. the paradigms are around her. No. So.
0: So, Russia is the ultimate place for Americans to battle in video games and movies because they used to be an enemy they might still be an enemy depending on Putin's relationship with Trump and your political views but like in all the Call of Duty games they'll spend time in the Middle East but ultimately the Russians will be the bad guys because it's not politically correct to have black people or Muslims be the bad guys but if the Russians are behind it it's just like Sokovia it was like this anonymous Eastern European country to set Ultron and they could blow up and have Eastern I mean the families in the window scenes are equally stock in Ultron at the end and in this it's just a place for the good guys to fight that's not America and not a third world country it's pretty funny
1: so we're going to get our dark side reference our one and only for the unique or e, dark side and that's it
0: <laughs> I don't know enough to say dark side would have been a better villain the problem is again setting up Steppenwolf to set up dark side they were already thinking way too many steps in advance you have to remember man you have to remember In the years leading up to this movie, the DCEU slate had like 10 films that are no longer happening or have been pushed back indefinitely. They had huge MCU-level plans. And then when Wonder Woman worked, and this didn't, and BBS was problematic... You know, luckily Aquaman worked, but you know, Flash still hasn't happened. Batgirl's been pushed back. Birds of Prey is a mess. You know, I mean, there was supposed to be a Cyborg movie. You know what I mean? Like th- they yeah, were yeah, yeah, they yeah. were trying to create it inside out, which is what I was worried about with Birds of Prey. Is they're trying to launch Batgirl and the Birds of Prey? You know, with Harley in a team situation. I don't think that's what's going to end up happening there. But they tried to do it inside me, out uh, here.
1: Let me. Oh, yeah. Now, the scene that just happened, we had uh, Jim Gordon and and our Gotham police officer from the comics, Chris Van Allen, so just wanted to point that out.
0: (laughs) Hi, Barry. I'm Diana. Oh, man. Everyone's nervous around the beautiful Diana. She, of course, never holds it against anybody. The reason you can make jokes about Gal Gadot being beautiful, like Thor, is... You know, everyone knows it, but with with Diana, she really has no ego when it comes to stuff like that. So she just gets annoyed with men being dumb, not specifically sexist. So they could get away with some of that stuff if that makes sense.
1: And, and, and he knows, and it seems like Barry has a, has doesn't have a kind doesn't isn't really good with talking to a lot of people yet. So, so
0: this is it. This is it. I mean. With just the so, three of them and maybe Cyborg in the picture. And now we're getting Gordon with the first three of the Justice League. This is glorious. The oh, there go you ahead. go.
1: You, got, you had the Batman theme just play there for a little bit. So,
0: Jason, when I saw this just visually, even though Simmons wouldn't have been my first choice. And I'm glad we've got Jeffrey Wright coming in. Simmons is fine. But this scene and that shot of these three. I'm like, there you go. I mean those are your three and to the point because of Aquaman's introduced so late oh here Cyborg he's joining the cause Aquaman's introduced so late in a way Flash is like the third of the big three because he is the first to join oh look at Diana she's so happy he's she said earlier give him time she's so empathetic as my dad say her says her empathy factor is like off the charts when it comes to human beings
1: yeah you know it's it's great to see you know it's good to see Barry Allen on a in a uh in a in a a movie finally so that 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 made me very happy so no i mean this is (laughs) almost no one Uh, can pull pull off uh, that's weird
0: that's weird (laughs) they showed that as the stinger by the way the, the final trailer for this was very good i thought that was going to get more people to the movie and almost every single shot in the trailers in the movie without ruining too too much like there's enough funny lines and action beats that aren't in the trailer but they all hit in the movie like they some movies you Hero-like. feel like they added c- comedy bits just to be in the trailer they all work oh this is great them all jumping out of the thing
1: yeah superhero landing it it's horrible on the knees so
0: yeah so Alfred is like you know is like Maria Hell crossed with Nick Fury through all this right basically
1: yeah he's like it feels like it's Alfred and, and there's a little bit of Lucius Fox in there a little bit too but
0: I because. think with the Batverse and Alfred and Lucius Fox <coughs> and Gordon and background Robin it's going to feel like a you know Gotham mini version of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Avengers which is what it should be yeah so more direct murdering of good guys marvel are you watching and taking notes please
1: yep so we got he has all these hostages he's trying to you know he's trying to be the scary bad guy so
0: And, and by the way man really quickly one thing I know Whedon was on board with, with Snyder, was killing people. He doesn't kill people in the Avengers, but in every other Joss Whedon property, I'm a leaf on the wind, I'm a leaf on the wind. He's constantly killing fan favorite good guys and bad guys Buffy, Firefly, all of his properties. It's, you know, Whedon's not the one that doesn't want to kill people in the Avengers. I think he was glad to go with the Snyder version of, like, yeah, let's have actual consequences of what's going on here.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, you got to you got to show there they are this is great. So,
0: this is where I've already bought into Barry Allen here. This is where I buy into Batman.
1: Yeah, this is, and this is and this is and this is this is great. You this is this is one of my favorite scenes with the Flash in the movie. So,
0: because generally Wonder Woman is a Captain America character, but Batman has to summon some Cap inspiration in this movie, even though it's not natural for him, because no one else is doing it at first.
1: Uh, sometimes Iron Man has a little bit of inspiration at times, so... Yeah, I mean, but
0: it's always motivated by Cap. Cap has to make Tony come back, in every single movie, Tony's wrong, and he admits he's wrong, and comes back to Cap. Call it
1: Cap. So, so you have Cyborg boarding his new abilities, and he's doesn't know what the heck he's doing because he's shooting people.
0: Okay, so we're already halfway done this movie. There should be an extra 15, 20 minutes. I'll stop harping on it. Um, Yeah. But but you need, like with the helicarrier stuff, dude, and the comparative powers – With good guys and bad guys, you needed a confrontation with most of the Justice League and the main bad guy in this part of the movie for the power set. We need to get Flash's confidence. We know Wonder Woman's going to kick ass. Yeah, I always said she was going to be the field leader. Obviously, she is.
1: There you go. He saves one. and And he... and he's going to save more.
0: I love that he's not, you know, season 3 Grant Gustin in this. He hasn't been saving people a ton. This is new to him. It's very scary. He, he sells it
1: great. He's season 1 right now. So So, here we go. We have the new god versus the old god. Cuz so which, which is a very interesting fight here. So,
0: um in the uh, Really quickly, man, to get a to could can I go back to that Batman speech to the flash about save one? Sure. So one of the most famous um uh oh okay this is straight out of anime and i love it these crawling robots are right out of ghost in the shell and something like genlock i fucking love everything about it it's just anime enough but it's totally batman it's it's spectacular um but but in judaism you know one of our big sayings is you know saving one person is like saving the world you know and Batman didn't mean it literally He knew that the Flash was going to start saving other people But it starts with one And you know people It feels good to help other people And that's what's going on here You know what I mean all these flood characters They start helping people and they want to help each other And help other people I know I'm being sappy But that's what these team ups are all about yeah okay 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 i'm not look it's not just that i love wonder woman the two wonder woman versus steppenwolf stuff with assist from other characters is my favorite part of the movie action-wise no question i mean because wonder woman is in almost no clothing it's so hard to do cgi so they need to do as much practical or modeling as possible
1: yeah oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i still love i still love uh i love this face because it's Wonder Woman who represents the old gods, and it's Sipping Wolf who represents the new gods. So there's a lot of stuff there going on there. So,
0: Which is, uh, contrary to what I said earlier, it was a smart decision for her in Aquaman to be at odds, specifically because they could be too... Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here's, here's the flash. Scene. This is the best part of Patty Jenkins plus Joss Whedon plus Zack Snyder right here. This is brilliant. This whole... Everything about this—the music, the Danny Elfman score, the Flash—looking uh, amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love, I love Danny Elfman's Flash theme in this one. So, because it it sounds very, you know, inspiring, but very, you know, like. Oh yes. <sighs> in-
0: Wonder Woman's so good. She just needs the tiny assist from the... This is the first direct team... This is an X-Men thing where they're using their powers together. It's the first time we see it
1: directly with two characters and then he falls. Oh, man. This would be kind of their fastball special a little bit, I guess. So, you know... For
0: better or worse, this doesn't happen with the Avengers until the final 20 minutes in New York. It's kind of glorious to see the team working together here, and there's going to be a lot of tension coming up, personal tension. She's on the ground, of course, looking sexy. Who cares? It's Wonder Woman.
1: Yep. So, here you go. You have the blood of the old gods in you.
0: I don't think Steppenwolf's face looks that much worse than Thanos. In some ways, it looks better.
1: I, I, oh, here we go! Yes, the old gods have died. <laughs> it's, it's old god versus new god. So,
0: very god of war. It, it's it, yeah. This is awesome. What I was going to say earlier, man, is all the mythological stuff and all the Lord of the Rings stuff. I love. I wish they'd even gone further with that.
1: Yeah. So there, you got Batman with his grappling hook.
0: And, dude, one of the reasons I love Batman, even though he's a leader and he's Batman, is the reason I love Hawkeye and Black Widow is half the time they're just trying not to die and keep up with these super-powered people. Like, that's hard enough in itself to, you know, just stay in the fight and keep fighting. You gotta love it. Batman's gotta get his ass kicked, just like Captain America and Daredevil. They gotta get their ass kicked and keep fighting.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is, this is uh, you know, it's beyond his understanding. He's just the guy in the Batsuit.
0: I don't know. They might need to put armor on uh, Robert Pattinson's cheeks, beautiful cheeks, because he's going to get pounded, that beautiful face. (laughs) Yeah. He's going to want to do his stunts more than any other Batman, for sure.
1: Uh Yep. Here we go. Here we go. Here comes the Aquaman scene. (laughs) Yep, so now we got. Now we just ended the first ball, fight with uh, Steppenwolf here, so now. We're in the part where the heroes kind of, you know. About to. Yeah, you know, here we go. Here's Aquaman.
0: You know, when Jason Momoa doesn't have to do too much talking or playing, like, way over the top music, you know, behind him, and he's just doing this stuff. He's spectacular.
1: Yeah. So now they're in the... Uh, they call it the crawler, I guess. So... I
0: think they're... Man, I... I not having not seen Aquaman, I think they're going to try and do with Mo what they did with Thor, which was start with Thor being yes cocky but not talking a whole lot, but then he gets more and more comfortable with his teammates and the Avengers and Hulk and, and Cap and everyone. He gets much more talkative and and jokey a, as it goes along. I, I think that's what you do with these godlike characters. Diane is just naturally social. Aquaman's going to learn how to be more social, maybe he is in the movie he
1: get kind of he goes through an arc in the movie, so
0: i love this back to gordon
1: yeah
0: oh this is great this is where i was like okay i'm okay with aquaman just like a bat i dig it yeah (laughs) you know that's you know sorry that's exactly like the the thor thing with carol danvers where the he pulls the hammer past her and she's just smiling at him and he just goes i like this one because that just dissolved all the tension at least for the moment between aquaman and batman i dig it
1: so they got the other mother box.
0: So how does Star Labs end up with the box?
1: I, I guess it's from... Uh, um, yeah, this makes Boston.
0: zero sense. I mean, at least with Sokovia, we start in Sokovia, we end in Sokovia, we know why Sokovia is important with Ultron oh. and the twins. This makes zero sense.
1: We could do some he- headcanon here. They could have warned about it after Man of Steel because of... Remember, they were doing something they were testing out the pod and stuff that that mm-hmm. this fortress of solitude and stuff. So, I mean, it's fortress percent crashed and stuff.
0: Ah, oh, she's so, got the bug like, spray. I love that. That's cute.
1: They could do that. So here we are. We're going into, I guess, the Batcave here, I guess, is where we're going.
0: <laughs> so look, you either love like a Batcave. You either love this or you don't. I was expecting to hate this. I love this. Look at him. This is awesome. Yeah, he is geeking <laughs> out.
1: You know, just like Spider he is the audience. You know, he's, he's what most of us would feel if we would go into the Batcave.
0: But again, even if we didn't contribute to some of the comedy with flash it was already seated there they just weren't advertising it to people properly because as soon as we saw the three-dimensional ezra miller it all made sense and was hilarious and is very endearing i mean spider-man is never even a tiny bit annoying and everyone loves him i know not everyone loved ezra miller especially their attachment to grant gustin i suppose but to me this is the flash i want going forward but again (laughs) disclaimer i'm a movie guy in general and love big film stars
1: Oh my yeah. And look at her. And, you know, he is also, you know, Ezra is a great actor, too, because he's also good in those Fantastic Beast movies, also, so.
0: Too much life. What's on your word, mind? Right. Batman can't be the best fighter, but he's got to be the
1: brains. Yeah, he he's a tactician, but too, so.
0: This mental process man that he's talking about, remember I talked about Pattinson, like, journaling his activities, being a detective, either out loud or in his head? I want to see a lot of this in Detective Batman.
1: Yeah, me too. You know, I want to see, like, you know, make it noir a little bit, you know, like. Because, you know, you got to show, like, you know, he is a detective. That's one of the reasons why they call him the world's greatest detective in the comics, so.
0: Even if We've there's got a faction chance. Oh, that's just like the Natasha line from Endgame.
1: Yep.
0: Okay. So here it is. Here it is. We knew he was coming back. Ben Affleck has to sell that he likes the guy that he only liked for five minutes before he died, but he's been thinking about it. He's doing a pretty good job selling it. I like Ben Affleck, man. He's a great Batman, but Robert Pattinson... Is it going to be a better Bruce Wayne? But the, he's also going to have way more time. He's way younger, way more time to, to develop into the role. Yeah, this is Ben Affleck trying to act like Batman. It's hard to mold a guy this late in his career. I guess that's the point with this Batman character. Yeah,
1: the, the point is he's supposed to be, you know, long in the tooth and stuff, and he doesn't know how much time he,
0: oh.
1: how much time he's going has left to. Yeah. Be Batman. So.
0: By the way, I love that that shove was like not a full power Diana shove. That was just like an instinctive you dick shove. There's a gray flash bit coming up here. He's really trying to get her going and get her engaged with the Steve Trevor thing. I, f- I remember when I first saw this, he's such an asshole. But then you see what it does for the other characters and for her and for him. And he realized he went over the line and they're all taking it in. Dude, this is Thor. This is exactly the helicarrier without Loki working the magic. But Batman's pulling the strings. And some of them are working and some of them aren't. Yeah. I mean, this is, wait here. This is that, wait here. You know that if she comic. kills you, we'll cover for her. I love that the flash is on Diana's side immediately, even though he geeks out over Batman. It's great.
1: Well, this is this is this is Batman. You know, this is comic book Batman a little bit too, because you know Batman. He likes to pull the strings a little bit. You know, he tries to. You I know, agree. if he likes to have, he likes to pull work on people's emotions if it works to his advantage sometimes.
0: This was a so. great writing touch uh, that the most ground level but super smart guy, Bruce Wayne, and the hyper AI emotionless cyborg would actually agree because they're both utilitarians and justify the means with both those guys. Diana's a bit more idealistic. Aquaman doesn't know what's going on. Flash is too young to really understand. I-, I love this dynamic. It's not as classic as the spinning camera with you know Loki working the magic and the helicarrier, but it does a nice job of doing a new version of it and again this is praise for me i love the avengers movies they're my favorite marvel movies for the most part i love the team ups don't mess with the formula especially when you're getting the team together and uh, you know i pretty much every complaint i have other than a few editing changes again with a little bit more backstory with the characters but dude i have to say with this short run time and we've only got about 45 minutes left unbelievably, which is from like minute 15 to minute like 45, there's some weirdness in flipping between the characters and the early recruiting, but once they start getting together, it's a pretty solid ride from here to the end I I gotta admit, and that's part of why I left this movie with such a happy feeling to be honest, If, if the last hour is great and the team stuff comes together dude, let me put it this way, they have much better chemistry than they should, given lack of screen time for the most part of most of these characters together and all the chaos in the movie I think they have great team chemistry sorry I just threw a lot out there but it's the middle of the movie I wanted to just get those ideas going how do you feel about the team chemistry and bringing the team together here
1: I mean it, it works it, it it really does work
0: it worked. For, I guess what I'm asking is did it work for you on first viewing it continues to work oh this is a great I mean this is the best yeah. slow scene of the yeah, movie Yeah, it worked,
1: it, worked, it worked on first movie yeah I could. This is one of the reasons I think this was. If I remember, before this movie came out, there was a talk about they were going to do a Flash movie where he was going to team up with Cyborg. So, so I could see why that would have worked.
0: So, Barry makes a pet cemetery joke earlier. Here they are in the cemetery digging it up. You know, Cyborg's acting like he doesn't care and he's just do- doing what he's got to do. Oh yeah, the fist bump. <laughs>
1: Yeah, The I, I like those two together, Barry and Cyborg. They have they work pretty well together in this movie. Also,
0: I mean, this is my favorite scene. That's just two a- a- actors wrap in and getting to know each other in the movie. For sure. I remember this in the first viewing. Every time I see this, as soon as it starts, Cyborg's starting to smile, the Flash, you know, the Flash like Spider Man dude, being the kid and the idealistic one, he's he's breaking the ice of these old bitter characters, right? One at a time. And so while Diana is the inspiration in some ways, Flash is is the heart actually, which I didn't see coming and loved. Here she is. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that she's still obsessed with Steve Trevor. It doesn't make sense with her character, but that's okay.
1: Well, I think she's just pissed off at that. Mean that's all it is right now. So,
0: well, the only explanation for so much Chris Pine in Wonder Woman 1984 is that the the, the um one of the bad guys is doing mind stuff with her. I forget what his name is. Um, uh, um. Yeah, the guy from The Mandalorian, whose name I always... Pedro Pascal. Um, Yeah. So, it's it's being hypothesized that she's having hallucinations about Steve Trevor. Him coming back to life would would suck, I'll be honest, even though I love Chris Pine. But it would explain why she's still hung up here in 2017.
1: Yeah, it could be that, or it could be, you know... Or it could be Martian Manhunter, who knows what it could be. So, we got a little bit of the uh, Hans Zimmer Man of Steel theme going around here. And that's all we're going to get of that theme. Because <laughs> that is the old Superman. So, that once he comes back, we will get the old the uh, John Williams theme, which indicates the Reaper of Superman, I guess.
0: From, from a nerd standpoint, I have zero problems with the whole bringing back. Of Superman. I, I, I don't care how long it takes. I don't care all the weirdness about it that it can even happen, that they think it can happen. I, I am cool with all of it. It's just yeah. a shame in an hour and 50 minute long movie that, you know, th- th- this wouldn't have to take um Because once this happens and we have the Vision, I mean, he comes out just like the Vision. He bursts out. He looks threatening. Now, in this, he actually starts taking them on briefly before he realizes what's going on. And then he has to have a moment with Lois. And the next thing you know, boom, it's the final 20 minutes of the movie. Um, But from a nerd standpoint, I have zero problem with this. I was just thrilled to see Cavill as the Cavill I've always wanted. And, uh, you know, he's going to have to combine that with the Man of Steel Cavill and The Witcher. Because The Witcher sort of between those two characters.
1: Yeah, and I'm hoping if the, you know, I'm hoping they will do eventually a or certainly a movie down the line with him. If it's directed by J.J. Abrams or someone else who knows. I'm hoping. So we're going to have a flash tap into Speed Force here to try to work on the Mutterbox, the wake-up suitman here. And I really like how they do the uh, the speed effect in this movie compared to. I mean, part Poly of theory. why I
0: love Flash and Cyborg is they're so colorful. I mean, even Diana and Aquaman are way less colorful than they should be in their costumes. But the Flash and Cyborg add so much color. Yeah. Not a good look to give Wonder Woman less clothing and make it less colorful. That's, I'll just leave it at that.
1: Yeah.
0: But who cares? It's who fucking go Gadot. She's a legend already. Oh, yeah, baby. There you go.
1: Fastest man alive. Oh. Uh, and here we go. He opens his eyes just like fish in There,
0: And he doesn't need Candace Patton or a thousand people on Team Flash. Oh! Shots fired, CW.
1: Yeah, he doesn't need Killer Frost revived.
0: Or a whole season about Iris West. Dying. (laughs) Not her fault, by the way.
1: So here we go. We're here at uh, Heroes Park. Now.
0: So that's... So, cast your mind back to Ultron. They're arguing as they create the vision. No one knows what's going to happen. Thor ultimately is the final touch with the lightning... He pops out naked And it looks like he's going to take them all on And then he just sort of flies off to the side Gets centered This they play out But you know what they had to They made such a big deal about him dying and coming back I fully support this And the fact yeah. that Superman is A quote unquote villain for two minutes But you get the comparative power shot and stuff With the hero stuff I am, I am all about this Honestly I was so in the movie at this point When I was watching it I, I'm not going to lie Yep. Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's not yeah, all right. So,
1: yeah, we, got, we got some of the X-ray vision stuff that was happening a little bit in the Man of Steel movie. We'll call back back to us. Back to that. So. See,
0: Jason Moore was funny, and when they let him be sort of openly dumb and lovable and funny is when he's best.
1: Oh. Yeah, they do. He gets he gets to be a little bit like that in Aquaman a little bit, too.
0: Ray Fisher, yeah. level of difficulty with this costume and role is so high, so impressive.
1: Yeah, it's it's so good, because most of that is CG, so he has to, you know, pretend that his arm is flipping out. No, it's not really there. Probably grabbing a tennis ball or something.
0: Kalel Yeah, so...
1: Yeah, this this is this is very awesome. This is one of my favorite fights so, in the movie.
0: You know, Diana, being a self aware goddess of her own, s- sort of understands the psychology of what's going on. As does Arthur.
1: Oh yeah, took out uh, Arthur a little but too easy.
0: <laughs> well, they're not, they're just not. They're testing their powers. You know, this is the Iron Man Cap Thor thing.
1: At the lasso,
0: and look. I've been very open that my biggest problem with Civil War and what keeps it from being an all-time great movie is the airport battle is just an exercise of good guys punching each other with no stakes. This has stakes and a reason for good guys to punch each other. She's using the lasso, but she's trying to reason with him.
1: And uh, I mean, they so got all three here now trying to and here comes look guys, some, here comes the running.
0: You Marvel zombies might love the Civil War battle way more than this. This is way more important to the story and the characters than anything in that Civil War airport battle.
1: And there you go. He can, he can move as fast as, as the Flash in this, in this.
0: This is the big debate. Who wins a race? That,
1: would, that, would, that made me very excited to see that part happen. You could see the Flash moving.
0: So in your vision of, of this cosmos, who wins a, a fair race between these two?
1: I would, at, at this point, at this stage of Barry Allen, I'd probably be Superman, but you know, with more experience, he probably would be able to if when he taps. Because I think he's just starting to tap into the Speed Force. I think.
0: I think Barry Allen will always win short distances. Superman will crush him over more than a few miles.
1: Yeah. Although, according to DC, oh, as man. of last last month, they said the that Superman is faster. But I don't want to know who's faster. I just want my head cannons. Usually in the comics is the watch, so. and there's Cal pleading the Superman, please don't make me hurt you. So,
0: oh man, Headbutts. oh that was the headbutting I was talking about. Not stepping wolf, those two, yeah. Both Whedon <laughs> and Snyder like smashing cop cars, as does Brian Singer. They all love smashing cop cars.
1: And now you have This the is guy the vision.
0: That- this looks like vision flying to me, which I've always thought is like the coolest flying. This looks great.
1: This is, here's the guy that that brings the worst out of, uh, mm-hmm. out of-
0: And dude, this is so interesting because this is him being like, "You should have left me dead." This is unnatural, which his character Geralt as the Witcher in the Witcher is constantly trying to put people to rest who have died unnaturally and have come back so him channeling that with this Superman is very dark but look oh. that's why you of need course. Amy Adams
1: yeah and I didn't I, and I'm that dying in a good way Alfred drove Lois there huh.
0: he's Nick Fury man he's fucking Nick Fury yeah It's unclear to me why Nick Fury and Kobe Smulders are still (laughs) doing stuff in the Avengers. Whatever.
1: I'm still surprised that. Yeah. I'm still surprised Nick Fury is still in the Avengers movies yet, but that's for another day.
0: (laughs) So, in your knowledge, in the history of DC Comics of major canon storylines, or whatever, major storylines, has this type of almost, you know, undead, um, reanimation of either Superman or the other major godlike characters happen a lot often ever?
1: I don't remember it being like that before. So I think this is just for the movie. So very different from I'm used to
0: in, in DC, is it usually solved more cosmically with timelines and different worlds and stuff?
1: Yeah, like they did a thing where they brought Batman back, back to life, but he was scattered through like time and stuff, so they had to go travel through the through time to try to find Bruce Wayne. So it's yeah. there's a lot of time travel involved and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. I look, man, Another reason I love the epic superhero team-up movies, and I include the main Star Wars movies. Um, you got a big baddie, and you know, every, you know, people different powers got to team up, different backgrounds, whatever, come together, bring the team together. Which is, it can't just be a three X structure; it has to be a non-traditional, tr- non-traditional five plus X structure. Ultron has like six or seven, which I love, but it was too much for some people. This is, I think, five, but they actually flow together well because they slide. Like, let's put it this way: Ultron is very clearly divided between the action scenes and the drama scenes, and you either like that or you don't. What made Avengers great was there was like a tenseness throughout the whole, you know, movie. And like I've been saying, once you get forty five minutes into this and still here with the tension, you know, you just. The team work together, but keep having reasons to be tense, and then you can slide between the different acts. Does that make sense without the the, yeah. the, the people noticing? Because you're so focused on like, do they like each other? Do they hate each other? Are they gonna kill each other? Are they gonna work together? Like,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so now you got tension between Cyborg and uh, oh. Aquaman, who, as you as you as you as we both say, is kind of being a jerk
0: so keep the little merman away from me yeah so cyborg falls for wonder woman's charm i mean look i've talked about this on like D &D podcasts and star wars marvel comparisons but like wonder woman like Princess Leia, they have like an area effect spell for you fantasy nerds. Anyone who's a good person who enters their orbit immediately starts wanting to be better human beings because they just exude charisma and goodness. And you can see it here with all the characters, other than maybe Aquaman, who she has the lasso.
1: <laughs> yeah, she. Yeah, Aquaman in this group is, if we're going like. If this is a mother, if there's like a mother and father's. She's definitely the mother of the group. So,
0: it's really too bad they can't bring Thor in here, this universe, or vice versa, and have the Scandinavians versus the Atlanteans versus the Themysciran would be amazing.
1: Different different companies. Those two won't play along.
0: Now this look I like on Diana. My, I'm I'm playing the female character in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Cassandra, and her her outfit looks like a lot like this, and she's Greek as well.
1: Kind of looks like the look she had in the, when she was on Themyscira in the Wonder Woman movie. Kind of,
0: but it's her lounge. It's her lounge outfit, you know. It's got the sort of the flowing robe. The arm bracers always look great.
1: Yeah. So this is this is him telling 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 uh you know Diana that he that he can't he can't he's realized he can't be doing bat he can't be Batman you know for a, and for a while. Yeah, he's starting to slow down and stuff, so
0: need to get people killed. Mm-hmm. But dude, time machine, time machine, back to this movie and the reshoots. Everything the same up to this point, maybe even to the end of this movie. But if you knew he was leaving and she was going to be the franchise, maybe with Aquaman going forward, you might have him, even at the very end of the movie, do the call a cap like Iron Man does at the end of the Avengers with Captain America and just pass it to her subtly but clearly that she's the leader. Especially because yeah. he's old, y- you know. Um, it's a time machine thing. This yeah. is beautiful. This stuff is beautiful.
1: Or they could have went bold and just in this movie do what I guess was the plan for the second one and just kill off Batman.
0: So, of all the girlfriends that are mostly there to support the male superheroes, first of all, Amy Adams is spectacular and been nominated for Oscars and stuff. but she's the most important in general, and especially here she brings him back to life he wants to go he wants to be dead you know I mean she rehumanizes him, but in a meta way, amy adams slash Lois Lane is the bridge to Smiley, truth, justice, hope, freedom, and love. Superman—that you have to admit, man. As a, as a DC guy, we wanted to see this version of Henry Cavill as Superman, right? Even if you liked Man of Steel's Weird Vision, like at some point, I wanted—I'll speak for myself. I right here, starting right here, right here till the end of the movie, and then he starts having fun with the teammates, and he's smiling, making jokes at them. I am like, this is amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we. we you know, we. I think we were building up to that, mm-hmm. to that Superman for you know for a little bit, and we finally got it. And
0: mm-hmm. so the this, reason, sorry, go. Ahead.
1: The reason was brought him back because, as you said in the movie, we don't we both don't like BBS, which is one of the movies. One movie I actually do like is the moment when he tells him that she is his world. That's why he she brought him back.
0: That, that was such a sweet. Selfish, understandably selfish moment where she I hope it take. It, I was hoping it would take you longer to recover, because she knows he has to go right back at the battle.
1: Yeah, it's like, yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, people forget Amy Adams got her start as the cute, perky girl that comes out of nowhere in the office season one and two she can play regular girl girl next door like nobody's business look at those eyes i mean even in man of steel the scene where they're trying to escape zod's ship together is awesome yeah man of steel has i, I like man of steel actually more than most because i'm not hung up on the superman thing but after seeing superman at the end of this movie the very beginning and then the ends on oh, you needed mom this was great it was a one-two punch of lois and mom is, is you know again you can have people you can have super powerful manly characters like Aquaman and Superman, but there 's always women behind them you know people need male female otherwise people need emotional relationships and and let's be honest man our moms and our girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever is important to sustaining yep. us and i like that they took time for it even if the end goes too fast although again i i always say i would rather have too little than too much yeah this looks cool yeah. way cooler than the infinity stones
1: So he's combined the uh, mother boxes.
0: I mean, let's be honest. If you wrote down the just overall meta plot of this and the Thanos saga, it's almost identical. It's nobody's fault. It's just almost identical.
1: Yeah, it's... I mean, you're going off of
0: source material
1: that was, that was created... One was created before the other, so... There, you know, there might be some copying a little bit, so...
0: I mean, even the orange of the flyer bots looks like the Ultron orange and bots.
1: Mm -hmm. And I love that part where his voice sounds like disoriented a little bit because he's probably hacking into some internet browser or something like that. So There's the got, final uh, countdown. <laughs> so we're gonna go on to uh so we this is kinda like the X jet leaving the uh them going on almost like their version of the, the X-Men jet at this point.
0: And it's not and- till the end, but how many Justice League members are there at the end? The six. Yep. Six Justice League, six Avengers the original six in the Star Wars trilogy. The Rogue One team is six people. There's the Firefly crew. If you take out River, Simon, and the Shepherd, who are newbies and outsiders, there's six main Firefly crew members. It's, there's something about that number six with the superhero team ops. I don't know what it is.
1: Yeah. So this thing, the Flying Fox, kind of reminds me a little bit of the X Men jet a little bit. Just looks a little bigger, though.
0: I mean, If you look at the Blackbird from X1 and X2, it still looks like pretty great by today's standards. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't know if I can bring myself to watch Phoenix. I actually liked Apocalypse on repeat viewings. I think the final battle of Apocalypse in the same year as Civil War was way cooler and looked way better. It was more interesting. But people were already sick after BVS and Civil War, no one wanted to see X Men Apocalypse. You got no powers. No offense, this guy might be working for the enemy. We don't know. This is yeah. great.
1: Yes, yeah, this, this is great.
0: You're gorgeous. Oh, I forgot about this. I for,
1: yeah, I remember this part. He's being totally honest. You're going. What's going on? And then they they see what's happening. So
0: this is great. <laughs> It's like Hulk gra- grabbing Loki by the foot.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's it. That's all they needed. That's all they needed. They, ne- he's actually a good guy deep down, and she made it happen. And now she's smiling at and- him. I mean, that's the thing. Once, once Diana I s- turns her smile on you, if you were a good person at all, yeah. And the thing is, dude, again, with young Batman, who's even, you know, a few years younger than Gal Gadot, it would make sense, even in the con- new continuity, for Wonder Woman to be the leader of the Justice League. They just didn't know. They didn't know how much those things were going to change in the year or two after this. So I can't fault them. This looked great.
1: And then you had, a, you had your little bit of a Spider-Man clip there. From Barry Allen, he- uh,
0: all right, you ready for my yeah. DC Comics commercial here? First
1: all right. of all, this is awesome.
0: I don't love Doctor Strange. I don't love Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't love the more cosmic Thor. I don't love Captain Marvel. I don't love Ant-Man. DC, for me, visually and, like, philosophically or whatever, does cosmic stuff. When they do it well, they do it way better. They combine the mythical, the AI, the Flash stuff, but then the Superman and the Green Lantern. I love the Batverse, and you know how pumped I am. We've been talking about it nonstop. I want to see them go super cosmic in DC because I think this looks way better to me and more appealing than all the fireworks of Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which I just hated. This is awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Batman looks kind of like, uh, what's his name from Watchmen? The Night Owl, I think it was. Here now? With his, uh, his, like, Unibomber glasses there. I mean,
0: the Guardians of the Galaxy formula is make it as colorful as possible and play 70s and 80s music the whole time, right? I mean, that's literally what they're doing in every movie.
1: Yeah. Well, now we have James Gunn, so we might end up getting probably that in the. The, uh, suicide squad no
0: movies. now we have black widow sam and bucky hawkeye and cape bishop we got all the ground level characters baby oh yeah and then wandavision is gonna I, be great
1: Go i on. was talking about uh in, i know you know in dc i know, you know. i know yeah. so here we got the uh 89 batman theme in full effect here now it's the part where it really it, comes out is it the
0: old school batmobile
1: uh no it's, it's the bbs batmobile So, this looks like Mordor. using his uh, Batman theme there.
0: Oh, no, I know what you were saying. I'm asking.
1: Yeah.
0: They kind of look like Peter Quill with the mask on. That's funny. Kind of. Okay, so here's the thing i will say in favor of Zack snyder is Zack snyder from the beginning in these movies says it's going to be over stylized the colors are going to be crazy the characters are going to be doing crazy stuff and so it actually works with these epic cgi battles better there's more connectivity the x-men movies when they're doing d- done well is the same way marvel's trying to bring like overly colorful but then make it realistic at the same time i actually prefer this vision just like go all out crazy
1: yeah just I mean these are comic books they're not real so you know you just, you just make it I always feel if you make it real like crazy you know it will look real cool so which I think is is what they're doing now with you know Aquaman's Shazam because those movies are not at all realistic they are crazy you know a little bit over the top yes but you know Again, they're comic books. Uh, they can be like that.
0: Oh yeah, baby! Look, Steppenwolf looks fine. Act anything. There should have been more, a little bit more Steppenwolf. But yeah. who cares? Like with the Ronin, it's just to get the ass kicking going.
1: Maybe it's just me, but I would have liked at least maybe like a maybe a scene with if she could have showed like me flashback oh here right we go baby five. and
0: yeah. this is another thing me being an x-men guy is in this short time these guys learn to use their powers together it's
1: yeah yeah so you got surfer bro off me
0: i mean people forget half of x2 was literally just gene gray and storm flying everywhere kicking ass together
1: yeah and nightcrawler
0: and nightcrawler i was gonna say you are out of your mind I'm not the one a pitchfork. I don't think, tonally, this movie is off at all. And I just, I've said it before, after watching this dude, with my minor nitpicks, in a perfect world, if Zach and Joss had been able, who are buddies, had been able to make this movie together from the beginning, it would have been all-time glorious and this is great but you have to admit if these two brilliant dudes could work together from the beginning with this vision but nevertheless it still all works for me oh yeah baby that's the thing the physicality of of this portrayal of Aquaman I know I don't know anything to do with anything oh the surfing a little yeah
1: (laughs) yep yep Uh, they have uh, they kind of went they kind of try to make him not as silly as most people think he is. So I guess that's why they made him a little bit more uh, try to make Again, him a little bit more Batman.
0: Batman trying not to die and be sort of the field leader. Yep. Yep. I do like he breaks out the bat cannons. Here we go. Here we go. They had to do this yeah. and this is why I can't be mad because this Here was definitely go, not it. a reshoot thing. This was planned from the beginning and these two are going to go at it.
1: Well you know You got to, you got to have the, you got to have the, uh, the new God versus the old God. I mean, that's just something you got to do. Of course you got, you know, Cyborg and, their Cyborg and Flash team up again. So those, those two work well together.
0: I just want more. Yeah. The thought we're not going to see Cyborg or Flash again, it makes me sad.
1: Well, I we are going to... Oh. If if all goes well with this with the it director, I think it's going to go well.
0: I, I mean, it is great, the Tony Stark, Peter Parker thing, because in the CW, his dad's in jail, and HR, whatever the fuck his name is, a psychopath from seven different dimensions.
1: <laughs> yeah, he there's too many of them too many earths
0: oh yeah baby i mean this is straight out of the new god of war which i'm playing it, these huge boss fights
1: yep
0: and that looked a little cgi there well, they're oh both- yes so that was like a thor hammer off the cap shield oh yeah oh this yep. is awesome yeah that's the thing it's super cosmic but because some of these guys are ground level and they all gotta to work together it's somehow grounded I don't know why they thought they could only afford a family in this whole thing I'm not sure what that's about and you know in Sokovia they're constantly finding creative ways to throw people up from the ground or throw them out you know what I mean save people
1: well I'm just thinking of all the comic book characters you could have had in here you could have made that family maybe somebody from the comics maybe like I don't know, make it, you could have made it Barbara Gordon friends or something like that. I mean, this is essentially serving as a neutral ground, so. I, I, I get it, but, like, you could have made, like, I don't know who you could have made, but you could have been someone from the comic books, just as, like, a neutral person, you know.
0: Oh no, that's not what, I, I'm I'm agreeing with you. But what I'm saying is, they've had so much killing of good guys and in cities so far. And again, in the big epic games like God of War, where you're fighting dragons and giant ice frost giants and stuff, it's just a giant arena, and it looks so great. It, you don't even need civilians in the picture.
1: I know, but if you had to, you could have just. If you had to, just-
0: and to their credit, they don't spend too much time on it. Yeah. Oh uh, man, he breaks cyborg. I forgot about that.
1: Oh, I remember. Yep, yep. So I remember that that thing was going to be, I guess, a major part in the other version.
0: Yes, I'm sorry if you guys don't like the truth of justice. Even I love super bad truth of justice. I was cheering.
1: Yeah, I, that got me so excited when I heard John Williams' theme come in. Awesome,
0: but that's so the split, got- man. There are people who can cons- who are hardcore DC people who swear by BVS and Suicide Squad and think this movie's trash.
1: And that that looked amazing at pose there.
0: I mean, you remember what the talk coming out of Wonder Woman and this was was immediately everyone's like, "Get Patty Jenkins on Man of Steel too." <laughs> And I remember being like, I would love that, but she's got Wonder Woman 2, 3, 4, and 5 to do first in other projects. I remember
1: the, the talk after this was people wanted Patty Jenkins to do Justice League. So.
0: Right, Man of Steel 2 could have been uh, Superman in the Justice League. Yeah. But uh. but you know what? It's short. was the... Superman back, but it's glorious, and this is the last time. Henry Cavill, God bless you. I cannot fucking wait to see you as Geralt the Witcher, because that's one of the best characters of all time.
1: I oh, mean, we don't here know. we go.
0: Right, this is the this is the the Flash thing.
1: Oh, here's the race. Yeah, I don't know if it, this is his last time or not, but you know, if it is, you know, he had a good run, so it's about say. This
0: is like Sokovia Iron Man flies the family out in the bathtub. <laughs> that didn't work. Yep. Oh, that's great. Okay. He's showing and off.
1: The house. <laughs> this is kind of like likeless and Gimli a little bit.
0: Dostoevsky. <laughs> Joss Weed in line. Thank you, Joss. Yeah, there,
1: there was a little bit of a. Like and in uh, Gimli vibe I got from those two when they were saving people.
0: I mean, Zack Snyder fans out there, God bless you. But if if you don't think Joss was doing everything possible to honor and just expand and finish what we what Zach started with his vision, it's still eighty percent, seventy percent Zach's moving. I wish people yeah. would appreciate it. I certainly did. Not being as this is my let's put it this way, and I'm not saying this because of Joss. This is my favorite, just vision of. Snyder because of how human and complicated the characters are
1: all right and so so we got Superman had to the Superman and cyborg teaming up to
0: that was a cute little line I really like being alive
1: yeah yeah and they they stopped the uh the big they destroyed the our
0: boxes now, so. So, so now we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's, sh- that's, that's like shawarma, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Shawarma.
0: I know who's in the physics on my toes. Sir. Children. Yep. She's the oldest. Yep. Yeah. Well, maybe.
1: Oh, no. I don't don't know. Poor Barry. (laughs) Like, you gotta give it to Ezra. He he really sells getting beat up a lot.
0: I mean, look, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 is one of my favorite movies. I really don't like Guardians 2. This crew has better chemistry, in my opinion, on screen dramatically than the Guardians do. It's much different movies, but... After Guardians two, I don't need to see more Guardians movies. I really want to see more with these people, even though we're not going to. Oh yeah, the frost against yeah. the fire. Oh, here we go. Oh, you needed to do this. The straight up Wonder Woman shot.
1: Oh, <laughs> like I, I think you could still get these people. Just you know, you could always put in like Robert Pattinson's Batman instead of Ben Affleck.
0: Well, if I mean, they play if- their cards right, the only one not there is, is Affleck. That's why I said. And, and uh, Superman, unfortunately. Yeah, well, but the Flash is in play. Cyborg should be in play. We know Diana and Arthur.
1: Yeah, but I'm saying you could always you know, trade out Affleck for Patterson if they want to do an R1.
0: And just like in every Avengers movie, conveniently getting all the bad guys out at once. Because as Joss Whedon said, we'd have to make five movies about cleanup duty.
1: <laughs> well, and then you can always, uh, you know, you can always, they could always do a... Uh, booyah. Oh, there's the Booyah.
0: There's the fist bump.
1: Everyone's waiting for that
0: line but look at diana diana's the leader it's so obvious yeah i mean it, it's a tony's that's the thing her and batman should be like tony stark and cap she's cap and batman's tony stark that's that's what it should be and and aquaman's thor i mean that's the three yeah i can't well, see the mustache yeah. i don't know what people were complaining about i mean henry cavill's one of those guys that has so much facial he probably has to shave six times a day anyways
1: yeah i I don't i don't see it like other people were pointing out like oh i see it i'm like i don't see it
0: you know what though you know what this is you know what this one family is rather than have a whole city you're trying to save this is the save one person that's actually i never realized that i'm gonna chill saying that the save the one family is so important is exactly a mirror from the beginning when batman says to barry save one person Okay, it's beautiful. beautiful. I think that's how I interpret it. I just undid a mistake. I mean, this is this is like the Defenders, dude. I mean, after JJ one and Daredevil one and two, and you see the Defenders, and you're like, they have so much chemistry. Let's see more. And then everything fell apart in Netflix. Yeah. And again, there the main four or five with Colleen Wing, you know, and Claire, they all had amazing chemistry too. But things happen. I can't believe they got Billy Cred up for this small role. God bless him.
1: Yeah. I, well, he's supposed to be in the Flash movie whenever they make it, so. So. Job, job. And now they have they have Barry now in, where he's supposed to be in the comics, running for the scientists at Central City. So. Billy
0: Cred looking like Joaquin Phoenix or something.
1: Amy Adams in the
0: power suit. Ow, ow! Yep. Okay, man. So based on my reaction to this and you getting to know me in our podcast, you think I will like Aquaman?
1: Uh, possibly. Okay. So, yeah, I'm. I'm fifty-fifty on.
0: I have Good it rented table. for thirty days. I got it cheap, so I'm gonna start it. Here we All go. Right. Yep. Diana room for room. more.
1: <coughs> Big round table. Room for more. And maybe one of those people might end up being Shazam, hoping. I mean, if the there thing is, there. against all odds,
0: man, they actually make this feel like a family in under two hours with all the crap coming into this. It's amazing. Yep. The Avengers... Got
1: the, uh, sorry, oh, there, Avengers got don't... Okay. No, go the Cyborgs logo there, so there we go.
0: One of the reasons I love Ultron is they don't really start feeling like a family until they start hanging out and going through stuff in Ultron. Here, they've already established it by the end of this movie. Oh, there's Central City, or whatever it's called. Yep,
1: there's, yep Central City. Flash.
0: Who's that, Selena Kyle?
1: Uh, I don't know. So, we got there's Wonder Woman. I mean... Getting out of the shadows. there's Gordon oh there's the bad single, single. so
0: I would have well, had Gal Gadot do this final part Um, not that I don't cool. love Amy Adams but it would have been a nice mirror of things we've seen in this movie and past movies
1: and here we go we finally get our first shirt rip from Henry Cavill it's the Neo moment because <laughs> I'm Rage Against no. the Machine
0: Superman thing Yep. there we go That's a great, entertaining comic book movie. Honestly, I mean... Yeah. I only have four things In my entire document I didn't like And most of them Are uh, almost irrelevant The awkward introduction To Momoa But it's supposed to be tense They needed the one guy That you kind of don't like And actually The fact that they were So confident with Momoa And the Aquaman property And they didn't want To overexpose him Was actually a smart move It's the same reason why Black Panther and Carol Danvers Are not in that much Of the final Avengers movies Because they're going to be So big going forward You don't want to Overexpose them And (laughs) the comparison here man and thank you for doing that great job um is you know i love brie larson as captain marvel i haven't liked her portrayal a ton because captain marvel in the comics is much more emotive that's what sort of i was asking you wait
1: up yep, here, here here's uh, the first here's the scene just a race so we have the race that everyone likes to see flash versus superman we're never gonna
0: i really like the armored suit look more than the uh uh, CW spandex thing.
1: Yeah, well, I think they're going to... I don't know if they're going to go with this costume or a different costume in the...
0: Oh, uh, this is where you can see the mustache. This is the one part. This is it. Uh, uh,
1: I, I still can't see it. I can't see it. But- I feel
0: stung by that. I get to tell everyone. Deal. Yep.
1: I love... It was. Look at on him smile. Look. That plays on the line that Batman said he lived. DC Comics but.
0: learned from this. If you hadn't waited to the last 20 minutes of your final Henry Cavill performance and had him smiling, you would have put butts in the seats. We both, I mean, Henry Cavill smiling as Superman talking about truth and justice and making jokes is great!
1: Yep. So now we have the uh, come together music. So.
0: But you build on these characters, and my comparison I want to make, man, and thank you again, is because of the success of Aquaman, and that people are way more into maybe Momoa and Hurt as, you know, not a level in terms of fame, as maybe people thought, or maybe I thought, even though I I like both of their potential, is they're going to get to build on those actors' potential, Herd's going to get better. Momoa's going to get better, you know? There, there, but Whereas Cavill, I think, was already good and just wasn't being fully utilized with his charisma and smile until this movie. It would have been nice yep. to see him... You know, evolve, but on the other hand, it, my Thor comparison was it will be nice to see as Thor's opening up and becoming looser and more honest with himself and other people It'd be interesting to see if Aquaman goes through that through that journey so they have pieces Shazam people loved Wonder Woman I mean people cannot wait for um and so, like i said at the beginning, man, the future is is bright. Um, I just wish more people liked this movie let's put it this way i don't really care about the legacy of this movie; it just makes me sad that more people didn't like it. Because for me, there's so much to like. But again, as someone who likes all the Avengers movies at the top of my list, maybe I'm biased when it comes to the superhero team-up stuff. You go ahead.
1: Yeah, this is a good movie, you know. I just don't understand the 8 for it as much because, you know, it's, it's fun. When I came out of this movie, I had a big smile on my face, and I got excited, you know, for more and stuff, and nothing ever came of it. So that disappointed me.
0: All right, brother. Well, I really appreciate you doing this. I'm going to give you a final thought. We had a nice little intro. Um... Uh, maybe we'll tack on a little bit more uh, Later I just want to make sure I, I get this file saved Of the important stuff um, And so I want to give you final thought About this movie, where DC's at We've talked tons about Batman And the Batverse, we're very excited We know, at least in the near future Wonder Woman and Aquaman should kill it As long as they keep James Wan and Patty Jenkins, you know, doing The direction and those actors, right I mean, they're proven To be the case, and let's let's be honest If you do the Justice League uh, Two years from now With Pattinson, Gadot, um, Momoa Hopefully the Flash And maybe one or two other support characters But even if you just have Gadot, Momoa And Pattinson at the lead That's already going to be way more liked And watched than this Where Aquaman was an unknown quantity No one knew what to make with Henry Cavill Batman, you know, was he going to stay in the movies Um, you know what I mean? Whereas now we will have multiple establishment stories for Battinson, uh, Diana Prince slash Gal Gadot and Arthur Curry slash Aquaman. So just that, you got a movie. And if you can please get Ezra Miller back, please DC. He's so funny and adorable, but he's not totally mimicking Peter Parker. Go ahead.
1: No, he's, well, well, um, Ezra's still attached to the Flash movie. So that, that gives us, hope for now so i mean the the future is looking bright i mean we have um we have sh- this is shazam universe which is going to happen we're going to get the move the rock supposedly and shazam 2 we're going to get the aquaman movies uh Wonder Woman. i'm hoping we will get a Wonder Woman universe maybe after the second one makes it big
0: she doesn't really need it though i mean that's the thing i mean
1: yeah really but i mean if they want to introduce maybe like a her kick or something they want to they could well that's but, the
0: whole point of cheetah minerva dr minerva is that it's her buddy is the bad guy and she's going to be trying to save the bad guy um
1: yeah but you know and of course we got the bat verse going
0: oh yeah we'll talk plenty about the bat first. do you agree with me yeah. though that at some point DC has so many great cosmic properties. That's not just the Green Lantern Corps that they could work into this stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: yeah well, we're gonna get we're gonna get Green Lantern Corps right now. We have Ava DuVernay and Tom King working on the New Gods, which it sounds like. Which oh, there is a know, stinger
0: at the end of this.
1: Yeah. Which which the New Gods is you know kind of inspiration for a little bit for Star Wars for George Lucas back in the day. So it'll be interesting to see where they go with new gods and what their approaches to it. But you know, that's kind of like the, their big cosmic stuff is the new gods. And of course we have the dreaded Harley Quinn trilogy. I think that is depending on coming. So we have, and we have a new suicide squad movie. So I think the future is looking bright for DC.
0: I just hope that whether Birds of Prey and Suicide Squad are successful or not, that the primary success is based on the verse on one hand and the mythical slash cosmic on the other with Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and then some more cosmic stuff. That's what I yeah. want. The really ground level and the really crazy gods and cosmic stuff, not... Harley Quinn. I'm sick of Harley Quinn. It's, I've seen Margot Robbie in a ton of movies. She's brilliant. Harley Quinn is by far my least favorite Margot Robbie character. Um, but as we've talked about, maybe James Gunn will do an interesting spin on it. And maybe he'll bring in some more cosmic stuff because he is James Gunn.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, we are, get, we are getting some DC cosmic, like I said, with the new gods. So, which is fourth world. You know, they have the new gods and you have Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the All Father. Dark Side is <coughs> is reported to be in it, so so, you know, I can't wait for the Thanos and Dark Side comparisons once that movie comes out.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. so we're about to get a stinger really quickly if the problem with yep. BVS was that they needed to do a second Man of Steel and a Batman movie before BVS then the problem with this is again we didn't have another Man of Steel and a Batman movie we just had the Wonder Woman movie and maybe they should have even done the Aquaman movie before the Justice League but who knows again these are counterfactual you know uh, the, the questions it's, there's no answer they're hypotheticals there's a stinger coming up do you know what it is I can't remember
1: I, I do it's a tease for a movie I think we will never Oh,
0: is this the Death of Robin thing?
1: <laughs> no, this is this is the this is the cameo of Lex Luthor.
0: Oh, God
1: <laughs> And a death stroke that I was excited for that never that so far has not had something but they're keeping they keep playing out rumors that apparently Garth Evans was interested in doing a death Deathstroke movie with Joe Manganiello, so that has me excited.
0: I mean, look, the Lex Luthor disaster was not Jesse Eisenberg's fault. Again, that comes from the top. He's a great actor.
1: All right. And here starts the second, the second post-credits. So we're in Arkham Asylum here.
0: So my current idea for the bad guy situation in Batman 1 is it starts with the Falcone's and, and the mafia stuff and then it turns out that they're trying to bring in someone bigger that they can't control um, and that's why he needs to call for teammates ultimately yeah. and now we get two sets of villains
1: so now we have
0: uh, Deadpool slash yeah, Deathstroke
1: here, here got, we got Joe Magnell here as Deathstroke Friend, and I, think looks, I think he looks pretty good as Deathstroke. And, you know, I was impressed with what I got from him. It's going to
0: be favorite. a tough sell. It looks too much like Deadpool, who's everyone's favorite. So,
1: now, And I know we have right Deathstroke right now on Titans. So it's a little different from that Deathstroke. And people are loving that Deathstroke. So. And now we're getting a Deathstroke animated show from the CWC now with was voicing him. So... Maybe 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 by maybe, maybe it will get popular enough that maybe they'll want him in the movies now. Like I said, that looks good. He looks like an old Deathstroke. Should look so. Yeah.
0: I mean, to me, yeah, you yeah. pair the actor and the role and you make it work. People forget when Gal Gadot was cast, people were not just down on her because she wasn't famous. They were down on her because they thought she was too skinny to be Wonder Woman. So you cast the personality and the talent and you build around that. Same with Arthur Curry. Is that people's version of Aquaman? No, but I have a lot of friends who like Aquaman who are cool with the, the this version of the Jason Momoa Aquaman. It's all about talent, you know. Nerds get hung up on the looks and the costumes, but if you don't have the right actors and performances, right, man, it's like, what's the point?
1: Yeah, and, and you know, he, he, I think he, he gave the, I think he did a, a good job with what he could, what he had as Deathstroke. So I'm ho- I was hoping we could get more from him eventually, because. Uh-huh. After this, the river was, he was supposed to be in the Batman movie as the main villain. So, And now that is what we, now we have Matt Reeves Batman movie, so I don't think he's going to be anywhere near that at all. So, that so.
0: Absolutely. I mean, Uh, again, James Wan got on lockdown. Patty Jenkins got on lockdown. Matt Reeves will have it on lockdown. They need to let those three minds just keep doing what they're doing and build around that.
1: Um, yep. And we have uh, Samber coming back for Shazam 2 So that's on lockdown So
0: You know, handing over the reins To um, Margot Robbie Because you don't know What you're doing, you have an unknown Director with no credits And Christina Hansen, who hasn't had a lot of great Writing credits, and so Margot's actually Trying to save them, as I've been trying to say More and more, that's a bad situation You want great directors like Reeves, Juan, and and Jenkins, and that's clearly where they're going. And God bless it, man. I mean, this whole DC experiment could have totally failed, but because of the charisma of Gal Gadot and and Jason Momoa and Amber Heard, and a couple other people, but specifically those three, and then the excitement over the new Matt Reeves project, and the overall positive reaction to Pence, and they have more than saved it. It's actually accelerated. Um, it's moving faster than I thought maybe it would, with, with the whole Affleck situation, and what's happening with Cavill, and blah, 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 blah. I, I just... I We gotta get a Flash movie that's somewhere between Shazam and Aquaman, right? It doesn't have to be a $300 million yeah. movie.
1: Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get one. I mean, they have Muschietti, which... Made him them a lot of money with the it movies, so he he probably they're probably going to give him free reign on the Flash movie. So I with think with S. Miller,
0: my theory about the quitting of the director is we'll do a couple thoughts and wrap up um uh really quickly, man. Thanks again, and, and by the way, in our next DC podcast when I have more time to think about this, I've listened to the commentary a bunch, gone through my notes. Um, I think what we should do, you know, next week or whenever we come back to DC is um, do a sort of post-mortem of Justice League. Now I've had a time to digest a couple watchings and and talk about it with you and so forth um, as we get into other topics. But really quickly to close here on on my end um, is I think the quitting of the flash directors has more to do with not sure just what I said is flash going to be a cornerstone Superman, wonder woman, Aquaman, Batman character, or is he going to be a Shazam? And if he's somewhere in the middle, then, you know, they can't hire too famous of a director. Cause it's not, do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like right in that middle ground, I guess what I'm saying is, it has more to do with DC getting their house in order. And look, if Batman, if Wonder Woman kills and Aquaman 2 kills and Batman 2021 kills, their house will be in order and they get any director they want. So that's what they have to focus on.
1: I wonder if it's because they're trying to write him too much like Spider Man, but he's not Spider Man. He's the Flash. So that's why some of them are leaving. Or they're trying to make him maybe make him a little bit too dark and serious, but they're saying, no, he's not that. I mean so I wanted some of that.
0: I love love Tom Holland. I especially love him in Civil War and the team up movies. I have not loved his solo movies. And I got to be honest, man, my final thought to wrap it back to the stuff we always talk about. I thought he was outacted, not on purpose, but he was outacted by Zendaya in Far From Home. I mean, even with the limited ass kicking she did, now, again, as I've talked about, you know, women hit their stride much earlier than men age-wise, and they're both the same age. So the fact that Zendaya is already getting great, and, you know, the co-lead in Dune, and so forth, and Holland's already great, I just think Holland still has a ways to go. Um, Ezra Miller is only a few years older than Holland, but I think you could do a more complicated portrayal for sure than what we've got from Spider Man, who's kind of a one-note character. I mean, I love Spider Man, Peter Parker with Tom Holland, but I think his Uncharted performance will ultimately be more dimensional if it's done right than Spider Man. Um, so I, if if they're having trouble, maybe it's a writer situation because Ezra Miller can definitely act his face off. He, he converted me immediately in this movie, which is not something I can say about most actors. I've never seen before, even veteran actors. So that's my final thought. I want to get the flash movie. So your final thought, and we're going to sign out for now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the future is, is high for DC. I'm, I'm very, I'm looking forward to obviously the Batverse. So I'm looking forward to Shazam and wonder woman Aquaman. Eh, All right. On. Cause not, not the biggest fan of that, that first movie, but I'm hoping maybe the sequel will be a lot better and, Pull me a little bit more. um I'm interested to see what Ava DuVernay is going to do with New Gods. You know, she's she you know she's very vocal on social media and stuff. So it'll be interesting what she can put into that into this New Gods movie. So and obviously I'm excited for that verse. So you know the future is high, and I can't wait to see what we get.
0: Really quickly, as to your earlier comment, the Wonder Woman verse even though I don't need that necessarily, I will say it makes me nervous, DC overreaching with trying to spin off four Aquaman movies. Because again, you put a Star Wars or a major Disney movie or two up against that movie on Christmas, they lucked out. There's no way it makes a billion dollars. Not even close. Um, and so th- they, I think Aquaman can keep getting better and people will still like it. But to think you're gonna do like Venom or Deadpool out of the Aquaman verse, I think is foolish, and, and it makes me nervous. But you know, I I never know what's going on with DC, and the problem is, man, is unlike Marvel and Disney, which are simpatico on everything. DC and Warner Brothers never really clear where the relationship's at, um, from my perspective at least. So that's actually my final
1: thought. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So like I said. It's it's a good future. We'll we'll see how it unfolds, and that's it. But this is tie back
0: to our stuff, man. This is why the Batverse needs to be done right with the young, amazing actors who are committed for a long time, because. If Wonder Woman does a trilogy and it's great and then Gal and Patty move on and Aquaman maybe does great with the Aquaman verse, maybe it's split, you know, it does okay or even well, that's not gonna last forever. But as we've been talking about, man, Penson as the oldest and you get people in their twenties as Selena Kyle, Barbara Gordon, um, uh, Dick Grayson, you know, and so forth, and the villains. By the way, man, having read or reread, uh, Back Burnside, The Son of Penguin, that was really the idea I was having was not the penguin, but the really good looking, uh, spoiled but kind of brilliant and suave son of penguin who actually has great physical almost sexual chemistry with barbara grant she's attracted to him even while she's like casing him you know um and oh. like that was that was what i was trying to communicate that whole time uh having read the comic i was like oh yeah son of penguin she's actually saving the penguin from his son in that in that comic so um uh, but, you know what I'm saying though? Like get that ground level stuff going and everything else, you'll figure out the cosmic stuff.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I mean, I don't think, I mean, the Ava Doona not even dated yet. So, but we have a date for the Batman, so it's supposed to come out before that. So we'll get the ground level stuff and eventually we'll get the, uh, the crazy, the crazy fourth world stuff with new gods down the line probably.
0: I mean Batman's Batman. Batman's the the main thing. So if you nail the director, check, nail the actor, we think. But dude, here's the thing, man. We know about Batgirl and the you know, Robin or Nightwing down the road or whatever. We know the potential of the Batverse. Most people are just pumped to get a new Batman and a great director like Matt Marines. That's what that's what we were saying. It's like you give people that and then halfway through the movie you get a cool Robin and Batgirl and some other young characters. Selena Kyle, people are like, Oh my god, like this is you know, this is so much more, even though we got in the Dark Knight. You know what I mean? Which is not what the Dark Knight was about. That's what. That's what's going to distinguish this run, I think, of Batman movies is more of the sort of organic Batverse that you've been talking about from the beginning, and I've been wanting. Um, but talking with you about it is like crystallized a lot, a
1: lot clearer in my mind. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, like I said, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens, and that's my final thought. <laughs>
0: and my stinger Haley Steinfeld I love you I can't wait for Dickinson November 1st I'm thrilled they're releasing all 10 episodes of Dickinson on November 1st as a binge show so I can binge it for free and watch all of it on November 1st but darling by November 2nd or 3rd I want to see the purple and black with the bow and arrow on you we gotta get you as Kate Bishop I mean, it's Marvel has so much excitement. Got to lock it in. Renner posting on her Instagram and stuff is just cock teasing me. It's got to happen, man. Right? You said you you feel really sure it's happening.
1: It's they're not announced, but I feel it's a done deal. And and I know you want her as back but you got her as Kate Bishop and maybe no, like no, no. I'm I'm,
0: I'm 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 completely sold on this because. I love Hawkeye. I think Renner's a great amazing actor and <clears throat> is the perfect father figure for her and making her the cooler Hawkeye who's actually a leader of the Avengers going forward with Peter Parker and, you know, Carol Danvers and so forth is, is just awesome. So, and, and by the way, you know, just like Tom Holland hasn't explored his full potential, Marvel needs some complicated young actors and actresses like Haley Steinfeld to bring a little bit more dimensionality and the fact that she's a ground level character like hawkeye and natasha is perfect but you know what i mean like to make the characters actually have a little bit more depth um I-, I think we need some more characters like that um and so it'll be interesting to see it'll be very interesting to see um and the other interesting thing to see man is if dc starts to try and do TV to film to TV to film stuff like Marvel's already doing and Star Wars will probably start doing. It doesn't seem like DC's planning on that anytime soon, which is fine.
1: I don't think they're doing that anytime at all. They want to probably keep TV stuff separate from the movie stuff. So Awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again, man. This was great. Uh, can't wait to have you back next time. Um, uh, my brain is fried, so I don't even know what to
1: tease, but Bizzlecast listeners... yeah, well, I'll, 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 I'll tease some stuff. So next time we're probably going to be talking about the rumor of the, uh, you know, what what we know of the Batman game that's supposed to be coming out, like we said last time, Mm -hmm. and we might actually talk about some Marvel stuff because I want to talk about with you this uh, this Marvel VR thing that I I saw recently. So maybe you may know some things that I don't.
0: VR is one of those things as a video game aficionado I can talk a lot about the tech and big picture stuff and even what I've heard I'm not interested in VR at this point and probably would make me sick in it's current form but it's no doubt the future and if Marvel's doing it you know they're investing a lot into it so that is interesting
1: yeah so we'll probably talk a bunch about some video game stuff next week because you know we haven't done a video game conversation yet so it'll be fun to do that
0: absolutely absolutely i would love to by the way um it doesn't have to be anytime super soon necessarily because wandavision and strange isn't happening for a while but you know i've had my house of m prediction you know the moment they bought fox and i saw deadpool 2 i'm like oh they're doing house of m for sure messiah complex with the scarlet witch um I know you're not necessarily the biggest X-Men guy, but you are well-read and know this stuff all around. So that would be a cool Marvel prediction podcast for the future, is how are they going to work in the X-Men, specifically with the Scarlet Witch and what we've seen with Deadpool and so forth. But that will have to wait for next time. We will continue to post stuff online, including this great commentary um thank you uh jason jimbo ritter this was super fun i really like this movie and in fact i think i'm gonna rewatch this movie more frequently than maybe i thought before i've well, already seen it twice in 24 hours and i'm not sick of it so um right. but the first thing i'm doing is going to play god of war and do in a video game exactly what they did in the end of that movie basically uh so uh, i'm excited to talk video games with you man for sure
1: all right i i, I- i'm excited too so
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, Mr. Ritter. Thank you, BizzleCast audience. We'll be coming back at you soon with more DC, Marvel, Star Wars, and all sorts of other stuff. Got a surprise totally non-Disney DC, Marvel, um... Uh, a commentary with Simi that you might not be expecting but it is rated R and it's a classic Uh, so I'll just tease that uh, because it's nice to take a break from this stuff as much as I love it and got some other stuff going on Alistair coming back on Jenny Geek Girl is going to come on and talk about why 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 can't Star Wars fans just shut up and be more patient but That's a that's a whole nother topic, and so we got more stuff coming at you. And thanks again, Mr. Ritter. Thanks, Bizzlecast listeners. uh, May the force be with you. But for now, the Bizzlecast is out.